When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What a dick. What are you talking about? Please clap. I'm. Please clap. Who should apologize? Cuz. Please clap. Cuz-a-roo. Cuz-a-roo. slap a It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. <laughs> W-A-T-P. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's Cousin Rose. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that talks about what everyone is talking about. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, the lovely E-Rock and the very fat Chrissy Mayer. Wait, reverse that. From the Chrissy <laughs> Mayer YouTube channel and the wet spot on Compound Media, it's Chrissy Mayer. Welcome, Chrissy. Thank you for having me. This is an absolute, it's always a delight when I come on it's this It's always show. a delight for us, Chrissy. And also from It's Eric Nagel and Would You Kindly on Compound Media, it's Eric Nagel. What's happening in Iraq? Hello, guys. It's been a long time since I've uh, graced the presence of this show. I'm very happy to have both of you guys back since we are now forming the Kumia Cucks. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Watch out. We might form Voltron before this thing is all said and done. I got but- my membership card. It just came in finally. Oh, good. Yeah. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, a link to the subreddit, a link to the Discord server, a link to our merchandise, a link to our YouTube channel, and the link to our Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you can watch us live and unedited when we do the show, or you can watch it after we do the show. I leave it up there for everybody. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Pitch This. This was a suggestion from J3 and Discord We've all listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. It's a show hosted by Adam Stark and Justin Chesney. And I'm going to play the first clip from the show because this describes the premise of it. Listen carefully. Take notes. Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm Justin. And this is Pitch This Podcast. It's a show where we take your favorite pieces of media and using our three collective brain cells, try to recreate it with a new twist. What if Vader was a good father? Or what if Sauron needed glasses? And we turn those into original scripts for you. On this episode, Bob's Burgers enters the opulent world of the White Lotus. Hello, and welcome back to Pitch This Podcast, now with an After Dark edition where we do it all nude. Okay, so this is a weird combination. I don't know that we've done a show like this before, where it's both conversational and scripted. And there's a little improv involved, too. But it's um, even that's scripted. Yeah, well, their improv right. is so scripted, <laughs> so I guess it's, it's not improv. So, then. It's so <laughs> even their improv so is scripted. Bad, <laughs> I literally I want to write down the name of the person who suggested this podcast because, like, they're now on my on my brown list. That's yeah. how bad. It's Sixty minutes, you'll never get back, Chrissy, and you're not getting any younger. It's <laughs> <laughs> very fucked up. Yeah, J three. 
if that yeah. is your real name. <laughs> what happened to the first two J's? <laughs> wow. <laughs> they pissed you off. Clearly. Uh, E-Rock, you listened to a different episode than I did. So this one that I listened to and I, I think listened Chrissy to a did. couple. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. So the one that I listened to and Chrissy did, the premise was they're taking the Bob's Burgers characters and putting them in a White Lotus environment. And I picked that because I'm actually familiar with both of those shows, so I knew what was going on. Um, what did you check out, Eric? And uh, is there a clip that maybe sums up the show for you? Well, the episode you were going to look at, I said, you know what? This is so terrible. I'm not even going to clip this episode. Let me go to other and other episodes and see if I can find worse stuff. And I did. Um, <laughs> you already had an intro. All their intros don't start until like seven minutes into the show. They do like a teaser clip. Then there's some sort of production. Then they're they're vamping for a little bit. And then they do their official intro. Yeah. And it's those stupid scripted lines where we're a show. It's like the old John and Jeff show that Opie and Anthony used to make fun of. We're two guys who do. And then that changes. Every, and theirs was every break. This is every episode here. Um, we have another intro. We, we we don't really need that. But the second clip, for something that's so scripted, they can't think on their feet. There's so many long pauses so in their in their banter that they go, Okay, we should probably move on. It's like, what what were you doing? None of this made any sense. What was the point of this conversation? So try clip two. I went to the mouse's house. Um, it went pretty good. I went to Avengers Campus for the first time. There were, in fact, some stunt shows that they were factually stunt shows. Um, stunts were in uh. them. <laughs> okay. Oh, you got to see the flying Spider-Man, right? I did get to see the flying Spider-Man, uh, and that awesome. one's pretty fun. Hmm. Yeah, there's just these pauses because they don't know how to talk to each other if it's not on a piece of paper. And when it's on a piece of paper, they go, okay, this is what I should say. Let me try to riff on that. And they ruin anything that they've actually written down. Are these are these kids like I was getting an NYU 30. Like, students? They're not college students. These no. aren't like struggling, like youthful NYU college students studying film or something. Because that's the vibe I was getting. No, they're thirty years old. Oh, Eric, God. you actually had a good note because uh, Eric sent me over some of the notes that he had. When he was I didn't mean to, to send you my notes. No, I, I realized I did, but it's okay. I, I checked it out. But you had yeah. a pretty good note about these guys being the kids from Stranger Things when they grow yes. up. <laughs> Listening to a few of these episodes, the way they. <laughs> It's just not like a, a natural flow of conversation, and they they it, they're very stale and very stiff with each other. The kids from from Stranger Things, grown up in their thirties, that are these guys. And yeah, when they had um, other girls on the show, amazingly, uh, they don't talk either. But they get over emotional to laugh at something, but then they can't converse and everything. So yeah, these are the Stranger Kids grown up. It's they're, really terrible. They're very childlike, which coming from Eric Nagel is a funny thing. So I, know. I have an example of the uh, banter that goes on to begin the show here. And this is some spicy Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune talk. I, I do want to talk about this one thing, a uh, small thing. Alex and I, we watch Jeopardy um, mostly every weeknight. <laughs> oh, God damn it. And leading up to the end of Jeopardy, of course, there's the promo for the upcoming Wheel of Fortune episode, which we will not watch. But it's there. Why and not? I don't, I don't want to watch it. I it's stuff. the I superior show. I love Wheel of Fortune. Okay, we'll go. Well, you have your it's, wrong opinion. Think about it. Would this be interesting to you? Would you listen to this? It's too controversial for me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Is this spicy. from the episode Iraq listened to or the no. one that you and I listened to? Probably, the, because they also talked about Jeopardy in yeah, our episode. That's the most recent one. Everything that I have clipped here is the one that you listened to, okay. Chrissy. 
So I just want to point something out because this is something that I don't think we talk about enough on this show. Podcasts should be front loaded. If you want, yes. someone, people are going to be listening to more of it in the beginning than they will be at the end. And the further you get through the show, the more people drop off. So no agenda always talks about second half of show stuff. They save like the crazy wackadoo stuff. For, it's like the, oh, these people are still listening. They're huge fans. We can fuck off for a second here. These guys fuck off at the beginning. Like you were saying, E-Rock. It's like, don't, don't fuck off at the beginning. Get right into it. If you think this script is going to be hilarious and you did a great job with it, there's a lot of work put into this, then like get right to it. They introduce themselves, like I said, like seven minutes on average, five to seven minutes on each episode here. Uh, if you want to play cuts four and five, we get to meet the guys and, and see who what these guys are all about. For those of you just getting back on the train of pitch this, we this year have started to give our own fun facts, fun facts about each other um, so that our audience can get to know us better. Just little things each week, um, little Holy tickets, true. little little nugs of, of knowledge about us. All right, folks. Hey, uh, so my name is Adam Stark. I'm a co-host of Pitchless Podcast. Uh, fun fact about me, sometimes all I think about is you. Late night in the middle of June. Heat wave really freaking me out. Can't make you happier now. Heat wave's been faking me out. Can't make you happier now. That's Ugh. like the first non-dirty fun fact <laughs> of this season. And it's about damn time, to be honest with you. Thank you. Yeah, you're Thank a fucking you, dirty gentlemen. dog, dude. Fucking every yeah, week that was... shared something about your sex life. I don't I'm know like, if we can air not... this one. Yeah, the people are think... going to stop coming. <laughs> yeah, because I think Glass Animals are going to come after us for that one. When you quote a song, I didn't know what he was talking about. I had to actually Google the phrase that he was talking about and found out it was a song. When you Google, a, uh, when you quote a song, one, that's kind of risky to do in a conversation, but two, it should be a song that everybody knows. Yeah. Like if you said, I miss the rains down in Africa, you know the damn song. <laughs> yeah. But when you're, do, when you're going deep cut, like I, I know you like Ween, I like Ween too, but a lot of people don't know a lot of Ween stuff. So if you go deep on Ween or any band that's not the radio hits, no one's going to know what you're talking about. And the fact that you went to an indie English pop band from over a decade ago to quote this song that nobody knows it's like how do you continue fi continuously find ways to make this worse what they should be doing is throwing the pumpkin at the tree unless you think that pumpkin holds your destiny i'm with you on that i totally understand what you're saying me, oh, mr can you please uh... help my pony he's laying there besides the tree yeah. i think it's his lung wow he's coughed up snot in the driveway all right here is uh your number five here uh, yeah, well, hi, Justin Chesney here. Uh, one thing about me is I think acapella groups are corny and lame. No, Jeffrey. Long you don't actually sound like a bass guitar. You bitch. You fucking dumbass. That's not a bass guitar, Jeffrey. That's not a bass guitar. And furthermore, you should not be a bass one, okay? All right, you did not serve to get into the group this year, Jeffrey, okay? All right? And next year, I'll be in it, okay? You don't sound like a... Fucking bass guitar, Jeffrey, and I, that's all right, that's all the energy I can put on that. I, I I really been trying to get away from Jeffrey and his family. Rest in peace. Um, I think they'll be better soon. I looked that quote up too. I can't find it anywhere. That sounds like a schizophrenic rant. I don't know if that was <laughs> yeah. a song yeah. lyric or not. It's something, but it does not exist on Google. I've never had a, a thing where I couldn't even find like a piece of that somewhere else. There was nothing. Word I think that was just a hot take. For that. I think that was just yeah. a hot take, Iraq. Wow. I mean, that's why you're not understanding it. Chrissy, so. I want to go to you. What uh, do you. Where do you want to start with your I'm clips angry. here? This is so horrible. Like, I'm always prepared for a horrible podcast Good. when I come on this show. <laughs> yeah. But, like, 
There's a reason these people have nine YouTube subscribers. Um, I, I I looked, I did a deep dive into these guys. They get it. They do get one point from me for starting this podcast before the pandemic. I thought for sure this had pandemic podcast mm. vibes all over it. I mean, right. frankly, I'm guilty of starting one during the pandemic, but they created this in 2019. But what you'll notice about these guys is that they do seasons. They do their mm. podcasts in yes. seasons, which is code for inconsistent, like inconsistency. They'll they it's they're horribly inconsistent. They at one point there's a two month gap, a one month gap, two week gaps. Uh, it's like an hour. They they can't manage to do an hour podcast every week or every other week. It's like what what is the point of what they're doing? It's usually a set you know a second season of a show indicates some level of success and. Well, that's not the case in the podcasting world. Um, you can just say it's a new season, you know. Yeah, the uh, the whole thing with seasons and podcasts was built or kind of just said because when they started hiring a lot of celebrities, they don't want to treat this like a job, like it's work. So they'll do six to twelve episodes, and that's season one, and we'll be back in three months for season two. And you're lucky if the audience even stays. Where a lot of these companies spend a ton of money on celebrity podcasts, and then don't understand by the second season why their audience dropped off, and then their ad sales are in the toilet. Well, it's also like um, because Serial and S Town are some of the ways that a lot of people got into podcasting. And but so, you have to do it for those shows, right? Under, exactly, that's what I mean. So, so those yeah, types of shows Adam would have seasons. Don't are not are not jet setting celebrities. They they have no excuse not to be consistent with this podcast. And not even the celebrities, but the true crime stuff that Carl was talking about. That that's a lot of research and interviews and everything. So when you get all that together, yeah, you only have a certain amount of episodes. You can't do it live on the fly on a weekly basis. So you produce it so it sounds good, and that's fine. People will accept that. When you're doing this and you're just writing scripts like you're in the lunchroom at, at, in high school and you're like, oh, we should do a podcast on this thing there. And you go, oh, well, then we got to take three weeks off so we can do a, like a creative meeting, like like the fucking Stones going down to the Caribbean so they for six months so they could write their next album. That's not this. You don't need to do this. You don't even need to do the show. You can just stop at this point. Yeah. This whole podcast has the energy of like NYU students at their first improv class. Like I, this podcast should be called first draft because yeah. every episode, every thought that these guys have is like everyone's first take on anything. It's, they say it's a rule with, you know, with stand-up comedy, you want to go to your third thought on a, on a specific topic because the first two are usually thoughts that everybody else has. It's like they're never quite, they're not eloquent enough. They're not going deep enough. They're not having thoughts that like anybody else wouldn't have just like sitting on a toilet. Um, it's, I'm really trying to like understand these guys' point of view. So we played that first clip. They talked about Jeopardy for the first seven minutes. They're comparing Jeopardy to Wheel of Fortune. It's like, again, why are we recording this and putting it on the internet? Like, <laughs> oh my God, we've never heard anybody compare like the Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy before. Holy shit. And then if you want to play the clip that, oh, at 8.50, this is really funny how they refer to their uh, recurring listeners. Like they're so unfamiliar with having fans. Like they actually don't even know what to call them. So that second clip that starts at 8.50, we should play. This is episode 82. We yeah. took a break last uh, last episode, just to talk about some Seasons. things. We wanted to bring some people back. We have brought back people who have been on our, our what do you call it? our loyal customers, our, our, our people that come back every week will know that both our of only our, fans, I guess, our only a, fans, I guess, the only fans yeah. that we have. Yes, customers. Oh, yeah. shudder. 
it's like it's like BJ's shoppers or something. They're loyal. They got <laughs> yeah. a royalty card. They're going to be back next week. And then we had to wait 20 minutes for them to finally start rambling before they, you know, they go into a, they play a fake ad, Oof. which is they at- do that every episode. Yeah. They, they script their ads too. This one's rough. I'll play it. Uh, Chris, that's yeah, your number three. It's worse than fun facts. Yeah. Oh, dude, the, the fun facts section gets bad. I won't get into that. <laughs> yeah. We haven't even gotten to the main part of the show yet, but let's play this sponsor read. Oof. Love the original. Now get ready for Ketchup 2. Ketchup 2 has everything you love about the original tomato paste and more. Twice the cat, three times the chuck, and a taste that'll make you cream your cheese. While its predecessor was associated as a dipping and topping condiment, Ketchup 2 can be eaten alone without any judgment from the people you love and cherish. That's right, you can squirt this shit right in your mouth. Ketchup 2 comes in a brand new shade of red, previously thought impossible to be viewed by the naked human eye. Producer Chris, you're not laughing at all. <laughs> Are your headphones working? You're hearing this? Okay, I'm just making sure. It's made with redacted. <laughs> Found in the redacted. And it's freshly squeezed by workers that are at least redacted. Years old. Ketchup 2 is an improvement on the original in practically every way. So ditch the boomer soup and try the new tomato goo. Ketchup 2 is not responsible for the health and or safety of your children. If they start to go, it's probably something you did. Maybe if you were more present in their lives, they wouldn't appear to be radioactive and speaking in tongues that are probably the ancient language of a South American civilization that history is all forgotten. Ketchup 2. Got to have my job. It's still going. Now it wraps. Please clap. Yeah, this fake ad is of Zumakian proportions. It's, it's it a bad really, premise that they just keep yeah. going with. And we're never going to, you know, we're not going to have our dear listeners suffer through listing this whole thing. But basically the premise of this episode was they're, they're writing spec scripts, okay? So, like, the, what we're listening to is is never something that should be public or recorded into podcast form. Like, what they're doing is a writing exercise, which has right. been around for decades. It's, sure. it's worse than improv, if that's possible. Wow, it's, whoa, it's, whoa, 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 <laughs> Chrissy. Hold on. Worse than improv? I don't know about yeah. that. They have the mentality of like of new college students and they're basically they're sharing their like horrible hack uh, spec scripts. So they're mm. like, oh, what if we did a spec script that merges Bob's Burgers and what's that show? White Lotus. Yeah. White Lotus. Yep. Yeah. So can I get this started for us so that people know what we're talking about? Okay. Because, you know, we're all in on this, but the listeners, they don't know what they're in for yet. Right. So here's the beginning of the script. And. At first, I thought they pre-recorded all this stuff because there's sound effects. There's a lot of work that goes into this. But then, because they do break from time to time, I think it's just like a table read that they're doing. And then they put in the effects in post. I think that's what's happening. Interior, Bob's Restaurant, day. Open on a typical day for the family as Bob makes burgers, Linda preps silverware, and the kids are fucking around with menus in some weird way. The burger of the day sign reads, The Obvious Mark Burger, a naive meat patty, sweet perfume, and a father's regret. Louise throws a menu like a ninja throwing star at Jean, who dodges it, letting it nail Tina. You have been assassinated! Darn, that's 15 assassinations. That's a lot of asses! Jean, watch your mouth. And Louise, stop assassinating your sister, please. You can't stop what you can't see! 
Louise ducks underneath the counter. So sneaky. All right, so it's fan fiction is what we're hearing here. And um, that uh, obvious regret burger gag was terrible. And um, I, I realized that the voice of H. John Benjamin is the funniest voice in all of cartoons, and no one can do it. No one can even <laughs> get close to that voice. That's why this guy is in so many different roles. There's no range on his voice, which what's makes it amazing. Yes. It's the same character for Archer for uh, when he was doing Dr. Dr. Katz. Katz. Yeah. Yeah, He's also it's the same Carl, voice. who works at 7-Eleven and Family Guy, I want to point out. We have to talk about that. Oh, so he <laughs> raised it up a tiny little bit. It should be so easy, and everyone gets it wrong. Yeah, yeah everyone gets that wrong. I'm, I can't figure out if they are trying to do like old timey radio, like an inside, like an inside the actor studio. No, like they just don't know what that is. No, this. I was De- like, definitely not. That's <laughs> definitely not what they're going for. <laughs> so this is uh, an example of where they break, and because we're doing a White Lotus crossover thing, the Jennifer Coolidge character comes into the show. Now it's supposed to be based on the Bob's Burgers characters in a White Lotus scenario, whatever. So Jennifer Coolidge comes in and the impression this woman does, Jackie Webb, really cracks everyone up. Teddy drives away, narrowly avoiding a Bentley. Pulls up and the Jennifer Coolidge character, Tanya, gets out bewildered by literally everything around her. Hi, can I get like six dozen towels and schedule an ear massage? My lobes are feeling really tight. Looks like you're... (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That could have been cleaned up. It's not off. Like, it's kind of close, but it also sounds like the there's a sister. um, The mom has a sister on that show that sounds exactly like that, too. So it's, it's... Hey, it's like H. John Benjamin. I'll do the same voice for all these characters. What's amazing? There was a a very viral woman, and I'm I'm trying to look up her name. She did a very viral Jennifer Coolidge impression. Wow, like she's brunette, and it's something that's become very trending now because Mm. it's it's kind of an easy accent to do. Wow, I can't believe how big this cock is. Like you can. Wow, that's pretty good. It's not bad. <laughs> easy to just like if you get your voice to certain places. Can you place, record like, more of those and isolate them for me and just send them to me after the show? Oh, just... oh, <laughs> give me that big hamburger cock. It's like if you just know how to be breathy and a little nasal. And I think I really think they're just shoehorning this white lotus uh, hybrid in in just so this woman can do yes. showcase this Coolidge impression. Right. And so, Eric, to your point, when I was listening to him, I'm like, yeah, that is a pretty good impression. Uh, it sound, sounds like her. But then yeah. when she is out of character and just doing her plugs, I'm like, oh, she just sounds like that anyway. <laughs> OK, yeah. Uh, you can follow me at the Jackie Webb on Instagram. It doesn't sound any different than the character she was doing. Follow me on Instagram. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that should be your new character now. Speaking of Instagram, I did check out Justin Chesney. I couldn't find Adam Stark's Instagram, but in, this will come as a shock to none of you. Justin Chesney has he, him pronouns in his Instagram bio. They and, all do. And his girlfriend is considerably taller than him. <laughs> yes. There's, they have photos of them standing on a, on a mountain cliff like every hack couple does. You know, they're in a, they're in a mountain park somewhere. It's like, oh, we need to get the scenery. Yeah. And that doesn't help from a distance when he's like five foot and she's yeah. 5'10". And, and it just looked ridiculous. They weren't standing close enough to the edge of the cliff for hoping <laughs> <laughs> for a wind gust. So I looked yeah. up this Jackie Webb woman, and when I heard her voice, and then I looked her up, I thought she was Haley Mancini at first. That woman who was the co-host with Maddox 
on that Godzilla podcast. She sounds like her. She looks like her. She is like a L.A. based actor, writer. That's like her thing. And yeah, then, I looked that up too. Yeah. And then at the end of the show, I heard this. I'm going to go with Jackie oh. last in this one because they seem to know what it is. He goes, I'm going to go with Jackie last because they seem to know what it is. I went, wait, wait, wait. Does she <gasps> no, have. She's not a they. So look at this. I, I looked it up. I found her LinkedIn. And it says, Jackie Webb is a non-binary feminine presenting. Shut the fuck up. I think, that's a, I think that's a thing that everyone has to do now if you're that age. Uh, Otherwise, you run out of show business. Oh, my God. There's, there's nothing about this this woman who looks non-binary. She has a boyfriend. There's photos of her and her boyfriend and shit. Well, and then it's like. just problem, Carl. She's a basic straight white woman. Yes, so that is the problem. So you either got to be non-binary or trans or you're going to be irrelevant. Yeah, I'm looking at her uh, her Instagram right now too. Yeah, they them all over all her oh, social media. Please. Feminine presenting. It doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're both doing the accent right now. <laughs> Apparently, she's a recurring voice on a D and D podcast. So this might be the spinoff for a, for a bonus episode okay. for you to find the D and D podcast. That story checks out. God, I get a lot of suggestions for D and D podcasts. Everyone's making one of these D&D shows, I think, because there's a lot of them out there. There's one show that's successful, and then everyone else thinks, like, oh, we'll do that, too, and they're nowhere Tell near that one it, show. Tell me about it, Eric Nagel! Tell me about it! Welcome to my world! No, I'm kidding. Well, I'm starting my Patty Seacups <laughs> spinoff podcast next week. You probably are. Love to have you on. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love to be on. That sounds good. And it doesn't help that each of these people are voicing, like, three to four characters a pop. Oh, so speaking of the voicing the characters, now, Michael Imperioli is one of the characters in the second season of White Lotus. White Lotus, yeah. So they bring in Michael Imperioli, and this is just the lowest hanging fruit. This is so lame. And the other is Michael Imperioli as the same character he plays in everything. They're checking into the hotel. I want to say the, the, best, the best part about this is I haven't, I haven't seen White Lotus. I... I Looked up a couple different characters to see, like if I need to do a different voice on it. And I asked, I said, Jackie, you've seen White Lotus. What do I have to do for Michael Imperioli's character? And Jackie was like, vaguely Italian. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, great. So I'm just going to do Bino. The beauty of this is that you have built it into the script. <laughs> so I'm reading it right now. And that is amazing. So thank you for being on the same wavelength with me. What I was already going to improv, you've already put into the script. <laughs> I figured you'd probably go that route. So I, I also figured you appreciate uh, what I did here. Yeah. So check this out. So now he's going to do what was written in the script. This is this is where the hilarity comes in. Hey, how you doing? Bibbidi bobbidi boo. I'm walking here. Forget about it. Pizza pasta. I hate this fucking show. Good one, guys. Um, so they were the guy had a break. They were in the middle of reading the script. The guy's like, by the way, I just want to say what well, you've written here. Fucking nailed it. And then bippity bobbity boo, I'm walking here. And to make and matters bada worse. bada bing, bada boom. To make matters worse, <laughs> they do it again. I need $1,000. What are you talking about? Huh? Pasta fazool, lasagna. It's not even that much, Dad. It's rough. This, these aren't even dad jokes. These are like mm. uncle jokes. Yes. <laughs> the uncle with no kids. Jokes. <laughs> the worst kind. The worst kind. <laughs> I don't know. Before they before they were doing the accent stuff here, 
if you notice in a lot of these clips, they mispronounce words all the time or yep. they slur two words together all the started. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chrissy has a theory on this. <laughs> They're fucking retarded. These are 23-year-old Bernie bro socialists. Like you'll especially in this episode, they can't stop mentioning how much they hate rich people. And it's yep. the kind of point of view where it's like Clearly, none of them have ever been friends with or worked with someone who's who's well off. They just they stigmatize rich people in the way that like it, and it sounds very uh, like regurgitated too. like all oh, rich people are horrible. And like and it just reminds me of the kind of like reveling and glamorizing of poverty, which runs rampant in like the New York City theater improv stand up scenes. But I, I can't believe these guys are old like. They're too old for this. I have an example, Chrissy. And one of the things they do at the end of the show, they play this game where they read the negative reviews of a movie and then you have to guess what the movie is. So the movie here is Parasite and he's reading a review and they are not happy with this. Parasite. We do have a special mention uh, review. There's a half star review by Letterboxd user Christopher Nolan Simp, which reads... (laughs) Why aren't they speaking American? Oh my god, no. Oh, yikes. No, no, uh, no. Really no. cool, Christopher Nolan Simp. I'm sure you're a He's... really great guy. It's a joke, guys. Why are they speaking American? It's a joke. It's a, it's a joke reveal on Parasite, you idiots. No. Like, that, oh, game that, that's that game they play at the end of the show is almost as long as their, their <laughs> spec scripts. Because <laughs> yes, you sit there and you go, okay, they're going to go into the game. And then like you look at the rest of the time and go, how is there still 23 minutes left? Yeah, they're saying they're going to wrap happens, the show up. Cardiff. Not only do like, good. <laughs> Not only do they mispronounce words, but they also don't understand the meanings of very basic words. Like, I don't know if you want to skip to the yeah. the cuckold clip, which yeah. is 3650. That's further down. But I'm like, it's relevant now. So we should just play it. It's very clear that they don't know the meaning of cuckold or, or specifically the girl doesn't know what it Chrissy, means. FYI, I have already pulled these clips for you. I do not need timestamps at this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I didn't number. I sit too, back I, and relax. I didn't number them. I didn't number them. Even though I texted Chrissy and said, "By the way, I have your clips numbers one through 11, So just tell oh me the number God, you want. I'm trying. I'm trying. Tina does a weird little dance, attempting to be seductive. Well, I did see another cute blonde girl, but she kind of blew me off. So. Now, in a fit of jealous cuckold rage, I'm in love with you. So, yes. That's not what cuckolding is. No, she's one of these women that calls any guy who criticizes her an incel. Right, yes. uh, (laughs) Or if you enjoy someone's work, you're a cuck for that person. You know, kind of that dumb mentality where you don't understand what cuck means or cuckold at all. Uh, Eric, what did we miss from uh, from our episode that that you got on yours? Or the, the ones well, that you checked you, out. Uh, Chrissy had pointed out that you know uh, I didn't know they were, but it makes a lot more sense now when she's saying they're like socialist Bernie Bros. I was trying to figure out, I'm like, all right, they're on the liberal side of a lot of these things, but they're that far. That makes a lot of sense. I noticed in in a few other episodes when they do their uh, their sponsors. They love shitting on country mu- music artists and conservatives. Yeah. So um, either clip 11 or 13, they're two different uh, go to break sponsors where you can just hear that they don't like anything that's conservative. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Hey, the South. Are you tired of coming home from a long day of honest work to find out that your kids have been taught something in school that goes against your beliefs? Daddy, daddy, in school. 
Oh, okay, let's uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves there. We've got you covered, Dad. Introducing the Write Your Own History Book. Not sleeping well knowing that Christopher Columbus was a horrible person? <laughs> not in your book, he's not. Simply fill in the guided prompts with the words that you feel best represents the history you'd like your kids to learn. Daddy, Daddy, today we learned that Columbus actually wasn't the first person to discover America. Nope, see? Right here in my history book says that he was the first, and he also did not spread measles. Upset about the vast amount of contributions people of color have had in the founding of our great nation? Just grab a white crayon and know you ain't. Uh. See? We did make peanut butter. Oh! Not convinced? Just <laughs> I can't remember who said this. Peanut butter. But the, peanut the whole like, inv- inventing peanut butter. Anyone with teeth in their mouth has invented peanut butter. <laughs> exactly. it's, it's not an invention. This is exactly what these le- what these uber leftists, uh, pro- pro- the progressive left, does. They go, "Oh, you don't care about facts. Oh, sorry, you don't want to admit that black people exist." It's like, no, we don't want you transing our fucking kids at school. It's not about who did or didn't invent peanut butter. Anthony quoted this a while ago, and he goes, yeah, you know, peanut butter created by George Washington. I'll just stop right there. You know, that was it. (laughs) Just leaving it at that. (laughs) All right, let me check out this other uh, commercial, because that was a little ham-handed. Let's see what else they got here. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. What's up, y'all? It's Travis Tractor coming here to promote my new album, Creamin' and Corn. This new album that we'll be promoting all through 2023 has, of course, some of my greatest hits, such as Grass Smells Better With You, Where I Was on January 6th, and of course, Creamin' and Corn, parentheses, Slob on the Cow. This year, we're taking this album all across America, the greatest country in the world, and helping me do so is my wife, Tracy Tractor. Now, you might remember Tracy from my previous album, where I talked extensively about taking off her flannel for about 25, 30 minutes. (laughs) So, Tracy, get on in here, tell people you say hi. Howdy, y'all. Oh, don't she sound beautiful. Now, Tracy, are you excited about coming on tour with Papa? Absolutely, and I'm so excited for y'all to hear our hit single, She Opened My Beer With Her Pussy. Tracy, get going and give people a little taste. That's a song that needs to be written. I'll be honest with you. It's yeah. not bad. So what, uh, what they'll be hearing on tour. I think that's actually a pretty Steel Panther? Song. Yeah, I think Steel Panther has that song. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, she sound goddamn beautiful. That's my wife right there. So if you want to go ahead and buy tickets to our tour, Creamin' and Corn, the 2023 tour. They ever do any of these that are exaggerated about rap? at all eric do you ever hear any of those because i don't know i can dig through the other 70 episodes yeah, but right, would you appreciate I'm that sure it's there they've never met a well-off person they've never met a conservative they've never met anybody from the south it's all just like cartoonish right so characters. i was gonna say I, I get the exaggeration for humor thing it's fine i just don't know who would find this amusing or entertaining it's just if this was dumb. done in 20 seconds fine but sure. this goes yeah. on for like two and a half minutes yes Yes, that is like, all right, uh, this is there's no attempt at being funny in this at all. This is a note that I wrote down about this show. This show is somehow both low effort and too much effort at the same time. (laughs) It's almost like the remake of Psycho. It's like, whoa, you guys put way too much work into this thing. We already had this. It's like a final project for AV Club. Yes. Right. The whole time I'm asking myself, like, why are they doing this? Like, no, what? Like the the only instance where a spec script actually was a good idea was the post 9-11 Seinfeld 
where they were like, oh, wow, this is actually a great idea. Like, it, it would make sense to write a, a spec script for a show that's maybe in its first or second season, you know, like The Righteous Gemstones. But at this point, like, but it doesn't make sense to write a spec script for the shows that they're writing this for. And I'm like, who, I'm like, what is the point of this? Like, are they actually, do they think they're trying to be scouted? Like, do they yes. think we put this out here, man, I'm, we're going to get scooped up and get like sweet writing jobs. I think that's definitely the, the point of this. Yes. They're from the, I think one's from the Midwest. The other one's from somewhere in the New York area. Cause the he Midwest, said he was a giant ew, fan. Gross. <laughs> I, know. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> um, but they try to come off a lot of the times the way they present it, like they're an L.A. podcast. Right. You know, I think that's the mentality in there. It's like, wow. oh, this is going to sound like uh, something. somebody in the biz is doing something here. So the, the general public may not get it, but insiders will get it. And I, th I think you're right. I think this is all like trying to get noticed, trying to think that something is going to uh, click with somebody. And then we're like, oh, we got to hire these guys so that they have that weird success story that these guys were on the Internet and right. Hollywood took a chance and doing all this shit um you played the one spec script they have uh they talk about one in my cut um eight where they this is one an idea they rejected that oh. they didn't do a spec okay. script for i had an idea called just a spoonful of opioids makes the politicians go down where the children from Mary Poppins becomes conservative politicians and try to ruin the country. So Mary Poppins comes back and makes them OD on opioids, making it look like an accident, but also in turn sparking legislation fighting the opioid crisis. See, it has a positive twist. That's not a law. Anything could be a law. Oh, my God. God. She feels guilty because she, like, helped raise them, but then they turn into assholes. She's like, I got it. You know, I raised them. I got to take them out. But also Wait. help anyway, the country. So come back, for, came back right. for come back for episode eighty one, Mary Poppy Pills. <laughs> Poppin' pills. Wow. Right. All right. Well, I don't know where to go from there. Yeah, nobody does. <laughs> nobody knows where to go while you start the thing. Talk about retarded. <laughs> um so uh yeah, again, there was like two different words, opioid and uh, Mary Poppins. Like they constantly are slurring every word. They can't yeah. speak correctly. Um one last example for them auditioning for something before we get into the big thing that everybody wants, the fun facts. Yeah. Um, we have uh, Cut 12 where Justin's actually auditioning for a role. I would like to take this time to audition for the Jared Leto biopic. I'm Jared Leto. Come to my island. Joker. Morbius. <laughs> I think I got it. 30 seconds to Mars. <laughs> I love I love that. I'm I'm very I hope you get the word. I hope you get the role. He sounds like Homestar Runner. Oh my god, I was just gonna say that. All these impressions sound like Homestar Runner. Like, Dutchie, I told you to keep the light switch. Okay, on. I'm done. I'm going home. Not yeah. throw light switch raves. Where, where did Chrissy go? What just <laughs> who's on my show now? Wow. I love Homestar Runner. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Who does How old is that? The system 20, is 20 down. <laughs> well, do you have uh, other stuff you want to do with this, or do we want to get the fun facts? No, this is actually to your point, Iraq, about them desperately trying to have people think that they're in the biz. Where they give themselves away is when they get very basic things wrong. Like, I think this is going to be clip five, where one of them actually says out loud, you know, when you're reading a script? Yeah. And there's a there's I guess there's one of them narrating, but like he's reading out loud the the portions of the script that are supposed to be like either 
uh, descriptive notes or, you know, like, and one of these examples is when a script says a beat, meaning you have to take a beat, like take a pause before yes. saying the next thing. But this dumb fuck actually says a beat out loud. Yeah, it's, it's like Joe Biden reading uh, one of his speeches. Like, oh, that yeah. Insert onomatopoeia. You're not supposed to say that. Yeah. A pause break. Oh, shit. <laughs> Please clap. Rich, <laughs> rich people are real picky. I installed a water fountain for a rich guy once, and he kept asking for new features. I can only imagine what they'll be like with their food. A beat. I know. <laughs> the guy was already pausing. Yeah. He was reading it correctly. <laughs> and uh, again, another example of there's so much production put into the show. Why wouldn't you pull that out and post? Why wouldn't you go back and listen to it and edit that out so you don't sound not so stupid? Not only do they not edit anything, I was looking through some more of this stuff. They have clips online for social media stuff. There's video clips so I could see... On what they YouTube. look like and what the yeah. show looks like, but they don't put the videos out. Like they record the video and only put the audio out, and then you only see a little bit of video if they think it's worthy of being a social media clip. So they go through all this effort for for what? What are they getting out of this? Then we we have no idea. Yeah, what is the point? What are they getting out of it? What are we getting out of it? Well, we can get some fun facts out of it if you'd like. You know what it is? There's, there's just dozens of confused listeners. <laughs> Let me play the jingle for us, guys. Get into it. So let's move on now to our fun facts. Justin, what's up? Uh, I'll go first. I'll okay. go first this week. Let's get into the fun facts. <laughs> yeah. Now, you guys know there's nothing I like more than a fun fact. I know Cardiff knows that about me. I'm a huge fun fact nerd. Guys, facts are not fun. It's a fucking dumb thing to say, a fun fact. That's what about fast facts? Why are facts? The Shazam movie's out right now. Ten fast facts that you need to know. Fast facts. All right. That makes a little more sense because I don't have a lot of time for these facts. <laughs> I'm too busy making shit up over here. <laughs> so what do you have for uh, fun facts, Iraq? Uh, well, I like how you, you you did the right thing and you edited my clip down because that intro for fun facts, they were workshopping it while introducing the segment and then re-recording with sound effects while this was going on. It went on for way too long. So uh, you oh, that got, wasn't you get, your clip. That was my clip. What do you have? Oh, play my clip then. Play uh, clip nine. <laughs> yeah, I don't listen to the, your guys' stuff out of time. So. All right. Let's move on to the fun facts. <laughs> Do we want to give uh want to give um our our yeah, two music a new season crack? new season neither new season, of you guys have new theme put in something into the theme song yet right like any sound yeah like a sound or like or like for fun facts whatever you want to do an instrument fun facts fun facts with Justin and Adam on pitch this pod or you can just give like a stinger sound at the end I don't fucking know fun facts okay. All right, all yeah, right. We, yeah, we're all getting laid. So they're tonight, editing boys. it now while that they're was doing made this. With the human okay. voice. Fuck yeah, I'm pumped. Be right there, ladies. Just hang on. In L- comparison, facts are fun. A little bit longer. <laughs> hang on. Brian, Brian. This whole thing is a first. With that being grab. said, let's move on to the fun facts. Fun facts with Justin Adam on Pitch This Pod. Fun facts. He just did okay, that. Okay, so. In English, the name Pikachu roughly translates to sparkly mouse noise. There's your fun fact. It took a minute and a half That's to not do a the fact. intro. I made that up. I didn't it like could that be. Fact. It could be false. I don't know. I don't know Pokemon. <laughs> I'm not going to have no right. idea. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I'm just going to take your word for it. 
fuck that shit. But just to workshop your product, like it's one of your goofing. It's like, oh, next week we should have a jingle, or next week we should have something like that. You're you're go you're going through the motions. You write the notes down. You have it for next week. They're doing a an uh, app on their phone or something where they're like, oh, oh. we'll make it now, and this will be riveting, and it's never it never is. My favorite um, thing. This is the oh, sorry. Finish your point. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Because it just made me think of clip number eight because they want to do sound effects, but they don't have any <laughs> proper sound effects. So the in clip eight, they're talking about somebody like playing a song, like I think on a guitar. No, playing Gene, a Gene Belcher is playing the piano. Oh my like God. in Gene White Lotus, how they have the piano, piano player in the restaurant. Listen yes. to this clip and tell me where <laughs> you've heard it from. I, I know this piano player here. I'm going to go see the chubby kid play the piano. Interior, Hotel Lobby Bay. Tina and Marshmallow pass by. Tina is in drag makeup. Marshmallow points at Tanya. See, honey. Are you going to answer that? Of the it's a fucking ringtone. My business partner used to have that as his ringtone. And we would hear that go off because boomers don't know what silent mode is. We would hear that go off from his fucking office all day long. At least sing the blues along with it. Jesus. Yeah. That's for a white guy to say, like, yeah, I listen to the blues and R&B. Yeah. I'm going to make that my ringtone so people well, know that I'm down. Band of the Boat is what that riff is, but they call it a piano. I, whatever. It, <laughs> it's one of the most cliche blues riffs of True, all time. Yeah, like, there was, a, there was a fucking Cosby Show episode where they had one of the million uncles who was a jazz musician <laughs> yeah. on there. And Theo was singing a song about his girlfriend, and it was just him going, Justine, Justine, to that riff over and over. <laughs> So the Nobody Cosby show invented that. that riff. Okay, I got it, Eric. Now I have to <laughs> scarred Eric again. forever. <laughs> uh, if you want a final fun fact, uh, we can hear a fun fact about Adam, which is cut 10. One last fun fact about me. My second favorite pickup line from when I was single was, Hey, beautiful, did you piss in your panties? Because so did I. <laughs> Godspeed with you, Justin. Godspeed, Spider-Man. So the fun facts are just an excuse to try out their material then? Fun. Wow. I guess. It's neither fun nor facts. Speaking of material, so this guy, he comes up with this far-fetched premise and cracks himself (laughs) up. This is kind of like in lieu of a fun fact, but a quick PSA. If my phone ever goes missing, just know it's mine if the only bookmark web search is Thomas the Train Rule 34. I'm coming out of the box for a sec, bro. <laughs> Are you okay? I have a lot of questions for one of our guests tonight. <laughs> okay, so very far-fetched promise. If I lose my phone, you'll know it's mine if you're able to open it and you see that there's a bookmarked web search for... Uh, who's bookmarking web searches? For Thomas the Train Rule 34. Of course, Rule 34 means if, if it exists, there's porn of it. So then he cracks himself up with that. Later on, there's a callback to that. Sorry, I was looking at Thomas porn again. <laughs> I got side. I got sidetracked. Oh God! All right, that one was good. No, that one was good. I'll give him that one. I'll give him. I was like, I'll if anyone him. likes this one, it's gonna be Vito, and that's it. That is the only. I'll person. give him that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got me. That's not the right reaction to a pun. I just no. want to point that out. <laughs> <clears throat> no, they're, they're really proud of themselves. What Deafening about silence minutes? from the rest of their yes. material is the exact reaction you should have when he's making puns like As, that. As uh, my friend it, Drew Lane would say, this is a very easy laugh room that they're in. Very easy to get laughs in this um, room. 
if you want a final clip from from my list here, yes. um, the, these guys obviously either play D and D, Magic, Pokemon Go, all three, you know those that kind of world, because they constantly bring up Pokemon in every episode yeah. that they do. They yeah. work it in some way. Um, if you go to uh, clip seven, they talk about they're talking about Pokemon stuff, and then they're like, "Oh, this will get the ladies. Ladies love us." And you're like, "That's you're not even goofing on yourselves. You're flat out admitting how terrible you are." Someone's doing a web search for rule number thirty four, Carl Hamburger. I I wouldn't recommend that, Michael. <laughs> uh, I don't remember any of the Pokemon types until recently when I decided to try to play the uh, replay. I should say the first three generations. Because that's as far as I got was uh, Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. After that, I was like, I want to be cool and try to kiss girls. And then... That yeah, how'd that happened. go? How'd that go, huh? Uh, yeah, <laughs> so that's why I'm back on Pokemon. And now you're not cool and you're not kissing girls, so... I'm not cool, not like kissing that. girls, and uh, I uh, am alone. <laughs> oh, no. Glad, These people need a support group or a therapist, not a podcast. <laughs> What they, they need, need is a father figure in their lives. Smack them around. Need their <laughs> yeah. Where's Chad's stepdad? <laughs> yeah, where's Chad's stepdad? Oh Before God. his coffee. That's what we need with these guys. <laughs> Carl, did you play clip 10 yet where we had a mega joke bomb? Oh, yeah. This is a fun one. I'm going to write a script, and it's going to be called One and a Half Inches, the Justin Chesney story. And <laughs> that's what's going to happen now. Oof. Ouch. Nothing from anyone. Yeah, even yeah. they were just like, eh, I don't know if you should write that script. <laughs> Sounds pretty bad. <laughs> All right. Are we almost ready to move on? Is there anything else Please. we have to play? <sighs> no. Okay. Oh, actually, no. you know what? I have two quick ISOs that both sum up this show for me. There's this one. I'm uncomfy. Wow, I hate this so anyway. much. Anyway. <laughs> if that fucking woman hadn't been talking over that I hate this so much, that would have been great. But here's another fun one. I hated this. Hundred <laughs> percent. Do you do you think um clip eleven was interesting? Where they play this like very dumb game? Jackie, you're up first. What? I hated this, but I'm still team penis. And they wish that everyone died. And oh, I think I know this. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let's just say Sex in the City, the movie. Okay, Adam, we're gonna go with you second. I I don't have a I have no fucking idea. Uh, Looney Tunes back in action. <laughs> feel, good guess, feel, good feeling guess. strong about this one. Team they love sexualizing yeah, cartoons. Like in the movie. <laughs> like yeah, in yeah, yeah. back in action. <laughs> There's a lot of references to children's movies and things. With insects. Yeah. These are the guys when you see you're going through whatever you're searching and you see those porn ads for like uh, Family Guy or The Simpsons or something there on the side. They're, they're <laughs> clicking those banners and going through all of that. They're the ones those are, are like, the people. Lisa's running the trade. I gotta watch this. Yeah. <laughs> so <Sounds hot. laughs> All right. We gotta move on because we have a lot to get to today, including our Cringe of the Week. Cringe of the Week. And we have a few Cringe of the Weeks this week. I guess Cringes of the Week or Cringe of the Weeks? Cringes isn't of the week. Cringe of the week. <laughs> yeah, this shows a lot of cringe of the week. To be honest with you, the first one coming in from Paul E. Ogre. Now, Paul told me about a timestamp in the Drew and Mike show that happened on this past Thursday's episode. Welcome back, Brandon. Happy he's feeling better. Brandon is back on the show, and uh, 
guys, don't get mad at me. This wasn't my call. Paul Yoger set this in. My other favorite song. Hold on. What song is this? Come to me on summer breeze. Give me one night in the pouring rain. How deep is your love? How deep is your love? See, I thought they were leading into it. I thought that was all right, but. Oof. <laughs> some, people, some people don't agree with that. All right. Here's another cringe of the week. This one comes in from Herman Manley, but uh, also General GK and a few other people sent this one to me as well. So this is a show called The the WAN Show, the W-A-N Show. And uh, it's, I guess, I don't know if it's Linus or Linus. Tech Tips is where this comes from. But this is pretty retarded right here, this conversation. I mean... It's been it's been kind of uh, it's been kind of eye opening. I I've I've just sort of randomly here and there picked up episodes of you know old shows that I hadn't watched in a long time from like the early two thousands and just the casual um, the the casual sort of gay humor, casual use of the hard R. Um, oh really? It's jarring. Yeah, it's it's jarring now. And from, casual use of hard R. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, like, okay, uh, it was an episode of American Dad, and it was just really? like, yeah, it wasn't for shock value. It was just, just like used, Whoa. right? Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? That was in like, 2003 or something, like yeah. 2002. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny that I dropped my fair share of hard R's back then because we didn't even the, the term hard R didn't even exist. What? How old we was didn't he? Didn't think about it, <laughs> right? And it's funny because to me that doesn't feel like that long ago but to my kids are you talking like n-word hard r what no okay i'm pretty sure that's how people use that term no i think so n-word what are you guys talking about am i mistaken i think so what are they no the the one the one with the uh like for like mental disability I'm pretty sure people use hard R in a very different way than you just used it. <laughs> yeah, that's a soft R, is what you're describing, sir. Yeah. Okay. Either hard way. R means ending. I understand. The I understand. I understand what you mean. No, I'm not talking about that. Oh my god. Okay, cool. So, by the way, this is a very big show. Hard R. <laughs> I think it's out of Canada. <laughs> this guy's this looks- I used to use it all the time. <laughs> Everybody knows. This show looks like the video time. you go to to learn how to install your new video card. Yes. So like, it's one of these tech company Correct. shows. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So this wow. guy's talking about how he used to use hard R all the time. Um, right. These guys are a couple of hard R's. <laughs> I, I agree <laughs> with that. One more cringe of the week. We got a third one coming in. Last night, guys, big news in the Chadverse. We had the guy who punched Chad calling into Cardiff Electric Show. And this wow. is the biggest viewership Cardiff has ever had on his show. I think there was 600 people there live oh my watching God. this go down. It was this big deal because Bob Levy was promoting on MLC over and over again. Like, ah, tonight, the guy who punched Chad's going to be on Cardiff Show. So everyone's tuning in to check this thing out. And oh boy. <laughs> Carl, I didn't know you called in. <laughs> Actually, you'll see me in the chat. What did they look like? Well, there was a woman. A woman yelled. Fuck Chad Zumach. Yeah, I think 
maybe she knew he wouldn't go after her or something. She just wanted to stir something up. But yes, it was a woman. What did she uh, look like? Uh, she had bright red hair, and she was standing uh -oh. next to a very swarthy gentleman. Bright red hair. Bright red hair. Was it Lainey Spicer? <laughs> you could bear with me for one second. I'm going to bring up a picture and just tell me if this. We're bearing with you for how many seconds, Cardiff? Let's see. Like the woman you saw yelling. What were the words that she yelled? Fuck Chad Zumok. Fuck Chad Zumok. And you said with a swarthy gentleman. Yes. Very swarthy. Thanks, darling. Yep. <laughs> Emperor yeah. Whiskers says, give him a break. He doesn't have any hands. <laughs> yeah. Extremely <laughs> interesting. Fighting time. <laughs> stretch, stretch, stretch. <laughs> Look at, at this point. You want me to play a record? He's like, what are we doing? <laughs> are you pulling up a picture? <laughs> yes. Thank oh, gosh. Sorry. Does run. this woman look familiar to oh, you? Yes. Yes. Very oh, familiar. man. Chrissy, you were the punchline. Oh, wow. Congratulations. It was me after all. Yes. You were the punchline on that one. So, bright red. My hair's not really bright red anymore, but I get it. I'll be talking to <laughs> Cardiff later on in the show because um, I have a, a bone to pick with him. He didn't read my super chat. <laughs> that was very disrespectful. Yeah. And he had plenty of time. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Trying to help him out with something to talk about. Um, oh, Chrissy, I want to talk to you about the fact that uh, you like made up with uh, with Dick and Vito. Well, I made up with Dick. I yep. still can't stand Vito. I okay. still maintain Vito is a pedo sympathizer, apologist. Who wow. knows? But okay. Vito in person it all makes sense. Like <laughs> Vito on Vito's, he thrives on Twitter because he doesn't have to be in person, like facing anybody like yeah. human to human energy to energy. He, he talks a big game on Twitter, but like meeting him in person, he's like shy, withdrawn, like very little eye contact. He seems almost like, ah, you know, I don't know if that's just how he felt around me or if that's how he feels around people. But like, yeah, Dick Masterson's great and absolute joy. Yes. Uh, Cause I had given, I think I gave them both uh, or maybe Dick ended up buying, but I offered them both comp tickets to my Pasadena show. They were both going to come and then Vito didn't show, but Dick came, brought his lovely wife or no girlfriend. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you, Chrissy. So I yeah. saw you on the biggest problem in the universe. You were in studio over at Dick's house. And I believe yeah, this cool makes you, there. Only the second person in the world has been to both my house to podcast and Dick's house to podcast. The other one being the formerly known as Digibro. Wow. So I think the only other person who's been to both places. Where's Digibro now? Um, who knows? On the internet somewhere for sure. But uh, but Chrissy, I, I enjoyed your appearance on there. I was excited that you guys have made up and, and everyone's friends. And I'm not surprised to hear what you're saying about Vito because listen to this song. So on The Biggest Problem in the Universe, Vito writes these... Um, stingers and they're to encourage people to go to their website and vote for the biggest problem that's part of the show and listen to this latest stinger that Vito came up with all these internet shows are such trash like hack the movies and who are these podcasts oh wow that tony is a clown and i think carl has downs but thankfully there's a podcast that's made just for me 
Filled with transphobia, racism, and misogyny. Sing it. I want to vote it up. So go to Biggest Problem. That show, baby. I want to vote it up. If I don't, they're going to kill my family. I thought this was my clip for the this podcast. What's that, Chrissy? I thought this was one of my clips that I submitted submitted about the uh, the pitch this podcast you're we just listening to. <laughs> I know, right? No, I, Vito does a good job with Dallas, but this is war. This is war, Vito. I'm going to see him in Philadelphia, April 22nd. Vito's going to be there. Tony from Act the Movies. I'll be there. Producer Chris will be there. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna. We're gonna really duke it out. I think. <laughs> yeah, you'll show him who's downs. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you downs to clown, Vito? <laughs> All right, and now this is going to transition to the next segment of the show. Tony Muskrat, who I love, sent in another song parody. This is a Billie Eilish song. You guys familiar with, I think it's called Bad Guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know that song? That's one of her hits. Yes, it is. And uh, this one's called Chad Guy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, this one's, this one's a winner, I got to say. Hat, black eye, no lip, and no mic stand. Wakes up, grabs Tito's off his nightstand. No skills, no jokes, and no life plan. He's a hack and sucks. Telling lies, DUI, lives in Section 8 housing. Stealing money from your aunt is arousing. Live streams, reading chats, and starts pouting. He's a fucking girl, cause he's a mud cuck. Really, really dumb fuck. Everything he does sucks. Opposite of dumb luck. He's on a bender, stealing ninja blender. Got an eagle tender. He's that Chad guy. Oh, well done. Wow. Did you ask about the Ninja Blunder? Yeah, he really stole a blunder? Yeah. Back in Cleveland. From whom? From Coles. He got drunk. And still a ninja blunder from Coles and uh, was arrested for it. Yeah, they, wow. there was definitely a police report for that. I saw that. Uh, <laughs> that one you could find. <laughs> yeah, I saw that uh, Rover posted it. So <laughs> Now, on the very end of that, you might have heard a little bit of uh, Patty Seacups. Patty Seacups did a real quick video talking about Chad Zumach and the latest grift that he's got going on with the uh, being assaulted by Kumia fans thing. And uh, I, I was talked about it the last episode. I want to play it for you guys now because I, I tell you, man, this is his sweet spot. When Patty's talking about Chad Zumach, it's the best content he does. Chadwick T. Zumach has recently <laughs> taken a beating. Now, whether that was from another person or simply Chad's agility while shit-faced leading his head through a coffee table like a Chris Farley stunt, <laughs> we'll never know. But either way... This half-comedian, half-unemployed dildo is starved for attention to the point of making sure his followers are aware it was no fault of his own. Now, as ugly as Chad is, these injuries are pretty clear, and they've been examined deeply by the once-badass radio host and apparent doctor, Anthony Cumia, and he could be right. 
perhaps Chad was working on a car and something fell in his eye. But of course, nobody believes Chad has a car. So nice try, Kumia. What else do you got? <laughs> Chad claims to have been attacked outside of his home. And that's certainly reason to stay inside from now on. But with all the stand-up he's doing, he can't afford it. So Chad has to go outside again someday or quit comedy completely and hope to continue suckling the teat that is Kevin Brennan. <laughs> Theories have circulated as to who was involved with this alleged attack. Was it one of the victims of Chad's many credit card thefts and now he's using it as a way to fight back against people that mock him? Did he expect sympathy? Well, that's unfortunate because he didn't get it. So whether it was a human or some foreign object taking advantage of Chad's booze-riddled mind, Chad's going to use it for attention. And that, to me, is beyond boring. And it's only adding to a beef he's trying to avoid. If someone did attack him because they were fans of Kumia, then that just means Chad got punched by a guy in his mid-60s. And in that case, you definitely get no sympathy. Share your thoughts in the comments, like, and subscribe. And until the next one. Oh, well done, Patrick Michael. Yeah. I fun. like this produced NPR format he's doing now. I do too, yeah. This works. Well, Patrick Michael is like, okay, can I come up with a couple of lines that are fun over two minutes' time? Like, yeah, mm -hmm. he could do that. Perfect. The long form thing is where he gets lost. He gets lost in his own thoughts a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah. but this format's working for him and making fun of Chad Zumach. Dude, Chad was on social media bragging that there are now 29 different shows talking about him. And I oh, remember, because I was around back then, when we started talking about Chad, his whole thing was, you aren't going to make me the next Stuttering John. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's like, I didn't do it. You did. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't make it the next Stuttering John. You made you the next Stuttering John, Chad. It, it, he didn't just make it. He ran with it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I remember when our feuds used to be fun and productive with people. This is neither of those things. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, guys. Didn't he want to do his own Stuttering John show at one yes. point when, yep. when you yeah. guys were doing it and Rico was doing it and Anthony was talking about it? He wanted to jump in on that, too. But Correct. then if it goes the other way, then do as I say, not as I do. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that Chad's been saying a lot is that, like, you know, he's the victim in all of this. People just come after him for no reason. He never does anything <laughs> to anyone. And all I can think of is it's Chrissy, who Chad was going after for years. Like every yeah. Patreon episode oh, was about you and yeah. Frank for years. Exactly. Like, I don't talk shit about anyone. I don't know what's going on here. Like, well, <laughs> Chrissy has friends. I don't know what to tell you. Calls us the Clintons <laughs> of comedy. It made yeah. fun of me for years because I had no social media following. Uh, how's how's that then, going for him now? Then, then we discovered that he buys <laughs> followers. So it's yeah. like, I'd rather have a low, real social media following than an inflated one that's fake. Yeah, I mean, we could debate that, but uh, I think most people would rather have real people following them, be yeah. my guess. All right, so right. yesterday was St. Patrick's Day, and there was a new episode of Misery Loves Company. The show starts at 4 p.m., all right? And I get it. St. Patty's Day is a big drinking day for drinkers. I understand. Oh, no. But, of course, Chad shows up completely shit-faced. He started celebrating early. <laughs> he started celebrating St. Patty's Day on Thursday, I think, because he, uh, he was pretty wasted. So what they're talking about in this first clip is that on Thursday's show of Misery Loves Company, and listen, I don't want to be the MLC wrap-up show. That's not my job here. <laughs> so I'm, this is very interesting. I feel like we need to address it, but this is not going to be like a ongoing thing. But MLC on Thursday's show had Corey Adam on, and Corey Adam is on Steel Toe. He's on there once a week, 
And he used to be on Steel Toe when they were on the radio in Minnesota. So Corey Adam goes way back with um, Aaron. And so Corey Adam comes on MLC. You know, he's crossing enemy lines here. <laughs> and um, so they're, they're discussing that. And this is just an interesting thing to, to learn about Chad. The fact that he gets all of his information from randos on the internet. <laughs> He sounds yeah. like a he sounds like a middle middle uh, kind of middle of the country rocker, Corey Adams. Anyway, he played us. I actually I, I I cleared it up with him on Facebook. He said no, I did not play you. It was not a work. You can't I, play with us because I got information from shout out, plug it, clip it from the Steel Toe Boring Show Reddit that Corey Adam was put up to what he was doing to duke us, but it turns out. He goes, I'm being authentic. I have no idea what's going put on. Up, put up for, for what for reason? What? I like how you read one person that says something on Reddit or Twitter. <laughs> you're like, that's a fact. Brennan. Coming Bren- from a pathological liar like yourself, you believe everybody else. Yeah, yeah. you send a text message. Uh, I mean, you send an email at fucking 430 in the morning like it's breaking news. Yeah, because so I'm investigating, dude. No, you're you drunk. It? You're a no, drunk no. investigator. No, I'm not. Investig- <laughs> I... I, 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 I I bleed for this show. Yeah, well, they don't, they don't care about you as much, trust me. <laughs> so this is great because what happened was Chad's doing his research at four in the morning about what's going on, and he's getting all of his research from a subreddit that doesn't like Aaron Imholt. And then he's like, holy shit, like what I've just discovered. And he's sending emails to both Bob and Kevin at 4.30 in the morning. It's like, dude, even if this is when you're getting this information, like pretend like you're in bed right now and send it in the morning, you know? Yeah. It's embarrassing. Confirmation bias. I've said this many times before, but salespeople are the easiest people to dupe into buying shitty things. And it seems counterintuitive, but like liars are also easy to dupe, which is weird. You think it'd be the other way around, but Chad lies about everything. And then he reads what someone else says. He goes, well, that must be true. I don't know why you think that it's probably not. If if it's in his favor. Yeah. He does tend to, I mean, based on this clip, it does tend to like, if he's believing everything that's posted and written there, it's fine. But if it's about him, it's it's obviously a lie, and people are haters and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. So I, it doesn't make any on, sense. I got to ask you a question, E Rock. So mm-hmm. when you look at you know he's got this show, the Kumia Cucks, and I have some clips from that in a little bit. But when he when he shows who the Kumia Cucks are, myself yeah. is included. Chrissy's in there. Frank, uh, who else? Aaron's in there. E Rock, you're in there. Oh, yeah, no. I when did you become I, the enemy to this guy? Like, what did you do? I to, uh, don't know. I don't ever talk about him. I've never commented on him. This is like the first time ever. I know. That's what I um, mean. And I haven't talked about him in months. Like since really the Orlando debacle. Right. I try and I try to do other shit. It's probably because you announced Eric was going to be on your show a couple weeks back, but wasn't able to oh, make it. Oh, you're probably so. right. Chad doesn't listen to the show. Right. Yes, but, yes, yes. And that's why he made the roster. Good point. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, 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 that's a great point. Um, yeah, he tags me in stuff every now, not all the time, but every now and then I'm tagged into something. Um, he didn't like that. Steel Toe did a special on Compound. Anything with, uh, if Anthony's not responding, he's going hard, then he tags me on it. So thinking that I'll jump on there or you know i'll let anthony know it's like we don't think of him the fact that 
every look our social media for compound the emails i mean people are sending us stuff right. all these people that are claiming to be supporters or whatever of any show of anthony's of kevin's of that they're all gaslighting everybody just to keep this going because they're entertained by it he seems to be the only one like kevin's aware yes. it's just whether he leans into it or not anthony yeah. knows and anthony will comment when he wants to yeah chad jumps on everything and thinking that like these all no, I'm getting all these supporters and everything on there, but it's like chat. I see these same names in other chat rooms all the time. You know, they come into stuff, you know, uh, comments on compound stuff, or they'll send us emails of clips of your shows that are on Patreon. And we like, what are we going to do with this shit? But we know what's going on. They send us everything. Yeah, yeah. So There's, you're going. Most of his viewers are, are hate viewers at this point, and he's, yeah, all, and he's he bragging go... about his numbers. Like Gita Bobina doesn't like you, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, they sent me this. Uh, this person sent me this clip of of, uh, of Aaron's show or what Corey's doing, and this is going on. Yeah, but they've also sent it to us, and they sent <laughs> right. it to everybody else with just the phrasing different in the email. We all get the same stuff. It's whether you yeah. go for it or not. Yeah. And so, yeah, I get tagged and stuff once in a while. I, I was surprised to see myself in that graphic when he started all that. Um, I've never had a problem with Chad. I was the only one who let him up at Sirius XM. Like he couldn't get on Opie and Anthony. Uh, Bonfire wasn't even there. Like uh, Ron and Fez didn't. Uh, Bennington, whenever that switchover happened, wasn't interested. None of the shows wanted him in there. And. I had him on my show a couple times when I was on satellite and I did his podcast when he asked and I've never, ever talked about the guy. Isn't ever. that great? Isn't that great? The only Chad would burn a bridge that per doesn't need to be burned for any reason. Yeah. Nope. No reason whatsoever. He's just like, and fuck this guy who helped me out back in the day. Like, and I'm yeah, sure I'll and get something reason, now, but the, the only oh, reason well. he started going after me to begin with was I was sticking up for Stacy Pressman, who he was shitting on. Well, hold on a second, though, Chrissy. That's your story. Chad's story oh, yeah. is that oh, okay. Kevin didn't like you, <laughs> and Kevin told him to not like you. That's literally wow, what Chad says. Easy, He's huh? like, the only reason why I went after Chrissy is because Kevin told me not to like her. You That's have, so sad. That's like something that's so a child sad. would say. No shit. Well, all right. So this is uh, a clip where remember Chad's very drunk on this show. So at a certain point, he just turns his back to the camera and you're just looking at the back of his head. And so what Kevin's been doing lately is just pulling him off the show when he gets annoyed with them. So they pull him off the show for three or four or five minutes and then they bring him back. And um, this is just a funny line from Kevin Brennan. When did you start drinking and why are you turning backwards? Like what? Uh I thought it would be funny, a psych gag. Well, you have the worst instinct. Yeah. So you thought it'd be a good gag if you punch yourself in the eye and then lied about it? <laughs> this is the show that Chad bleeds for. Oh, I go all in for the show, then all they do is tear him a new ass the entire when time. When keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> I, I got to say, look, I know Kevin doesn't like me or, or Compound or anything, yeah. whatever is going on. Uh, but when we do get clips sent to us, I have noticed that like Kevin knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's obviously, you know, milking this for all it's worth and he should definitely, but his assessment on a lot of this is pretty spot on. Like yes. you can say a lot about mm -hmm. Kevin, but the way he's been handling a lot of this and you go, his commentary goes, no, he's completely right. This is exactly what's going on. And Chad will say something else. And then Kevin lets him go and just lets him uh, give him enough rope to hang himself. And then he doesn't even come in full Kevin. He just goes, but why would we trust you? You're a liar. And, yeah, and that yeah. hits more than Kevin screaming at him. 
Like Kevin knows what he's doing with this. Well, since you said that, Kevin, Kevin knows he's a little cow. Yeah, let me play you because Chad leaves the show about an hour in because he's he's wasted and he's it's not going well for him, so he just leaves. And then they're just left with Ray Devito and Bob and Kevin to talk about Chad for another hour. And this is to your point, Iraq. This is Kevin breaking down, and this is him being real. I think what the actual relationship is between him and Chad and Misery Loves Company. Yeah. So it's like, Chad don't even get it, but I think he does get it. He just thinks it's like, it's all entertainment. It is entertainment until it takes a fucking weird turn. And then it's like, I don't even know what to make of it because I get, like I said, I got so when Chad was when Chad last week and a week before when he was got punched and then he was lying about the punch, everyone was saying like, everyone was saying like, you got to cut Chad loose. And it's like, Okay, but then, but then people, then, then people be like, okay, what's going on with Chad? So, so my hands yeah. are fucking, my hands are tied. It was Levy's idea in the first place to bring Chad back on, and then I was like, all right, well, people seem to be entertained by the show, but I'm again, I'm not looking at a long term plan with Chad. It's like day <laughs> by day, show by show, week by week, because because at some point, first of all, you know, at some point Chad could end up in jail, and yeah. so I always got to be prepared for that to, you know. Give him some, throw him some bail money. Can you stop putting up the ones? We're done with it. Stop it with the ones. Keep putting them up. (laughs) All right. The the last comment there from Bob. They said, "Let's put up a vote. If you want us to put Chad down, put one. If you want us to keep him alive, put two. And everyone's putting one into the chat. That's what I think of too. That's why I think him staying on MLC is good for him because, like, he honestly he. He seems like someone who considers unaliving themselves. Like, and I say that with no joke at all. Nice. Like, he, I worry, I worry about him in that way. Yeah. When I do think of him, I'm like, okay, he should probably see somebody because. Well, everyone's telling him that. Everyone is. Yeah. Bob is doing it. Ray DeVito's telling him that. Like, everyone's going, Chad, this latest Chad. thing, like, you really need to talk to someone. This is yeah. sociopathic behavior. This is crazy. And Chad just laughing, yeah. like, yeah, but look at all the attention I'm getting. <laughs> It's not, yeah, it's not positive attention. None of this the, is the, positive. the other day, uh, we're, we're doing Anthony's show, and the phone starts lighting up. And oh, they're you saying, actually there, Iraq? Yeah, I was. <laughs> wow. Yeah, apparently, I'm never there. So, um, we're doing the show, the phones are lighting up, and people are saying that, um, I guess Chad was doing a stream because he wasn't allowed on Kevin's show. Yes, Kevin's doing a stream. So, Chad's talking about Kevin, and then he's talking about Anthony. Then Kevin starts calling in to, I guess he talked to Garrett. He was trying to get on the air. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, or just to find out what Anthony was talking about. So that's going on. And now, and, and Anthony's live. So at one point, you have this show talking about this show, talking about this show, <laughs> talking back about this show. But none of the three shows are talking to each other. It's just uh-huh. going on. And I'm sitting there and just go, this is really ridiculous. Iraq, I had to buy another monitor. I'm like, yeah. I gotta watch seven shows at once. Fuck! Yeah. I'm in the control room over here. And then I saw Cardiff <laughs> complaining because he didn't get online on time to stream everybody else's thing. Because that's, <laughs> I think, his new thing now, where he's like, I need to have four shows streaming at the same time on <laughs> my feed. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's just I get why the audience likes it. I fully understand. It's just gotten to ridiculous proportions. There is a new trend going on. I, I you know I saw this with uh, nobody likes onions. The the Patrick Melton guy. Where now what people are doing, rather than like pull clips, that's a lot of work, you know, having clips and notes. Now what they're doing is they're just watching a show live. So you're watching someone watch a show live and the audience competing with each other. And you can't really pay attention to either one thing at any time. I don't know. People seem to like it. What do I know? 
I'm sure that's like the rest of this. I'm sure the audience in one uh, one chat room for one show is the same audience that's in the other show's chat right. room, and they're just feeding stuff back and forth to keep the plates. I think that's uh, true to a, a pretty yeah. large degree. Uh, there was a super chat on here from My Lost Interest that said, uh, Chad's act has jumped the mud shark. That was pretty <laughs> funny. And then so, uh, again, they kick Chad. They bring him back. Look at how fucking annoying Chad Zumach is. Adam, thanks so much for showing Kevin how to like exit people. It's so annoying. Wow, coming from a guy who faked his own death and got caught. <laughs> I mean, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be kidding me that I'm annoying. Four and a half hours of talking about me, Ray. You're welcome. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good one, Chad. So Basically, what's going on here is that Chad's being told, again, this is the whole theme that we're going to see throughout all of this, is that Chad's being told news from people who want to get a reaction out of him. This is the, this is another parallel to Stuttering John, where John's like, Anthony's talking about my kids right now? Yeah. You know, it's like people just want to get a reaction yeah, out of everyone's him. Everyone's just dangling keys. Yes. Everyone's dangling keys in front of Chad, and he's reacting to everything, and he's, he's telling Ray DeVito what Ray DeVito does, and Ray's like, what are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know where you're getting this information. So why is he mad? He's mad at what? Yeah, what, what, what are you mad at? He's, he, Ray, your whole, whatever's going on right now is about me on, with your life. You yeah, you're walking fucking train wreck, and it's entertaining Ray, to watch. No, I'm making Ray, 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 fucking Chad, cash. Chad, shut up. Ray, did you get gout to copy Chad? Because he yeah, went to the hospital. That's, yeah. that's what I did. I got gout to copy Chad. It looked you know? like you did. It looked yeah. like you got gout, so you go to the hospital just like your, your, your hero Chad did. And yeah. it's a they fat man's disease, am I right? So yeah, I'm really trying to copy Chad. Oh, God. Oh, I'm trying God. to fucking do it. And if you watch any of my streams, Chad, I don't, I don't. shit on you fucking I don't. personally. I don't. I shit on the situation. and annoying, so I don't watch anything. I watch nothing you do. Nothing. Nothing. But people tell me what you do. They tell me, they're like, Chad, listen to this. I've known you for over 20 years. There's nothing you can. Why would I watch you? What do you, what's your magic? Who do you watch? Well, I'm glad you're mad at me. You haven't seen me, but yet you're fucking mad at me. Because people say you do your whole show on me. They say you do your whole show on me. And I'm like, what do you watch other than Jim Florentine take a shit? What do you watch? Clay Travis. I, I there's a, a lot of like Clay Travis. And- <laughs> I watch other people and I listen to other people. I don't listen to podcasts. You, you listen to the tin. Yeah, you're mad at me. You heard nothing, but you're mad at me. All right, that's yes. you're gonna go live tonight. What's your topic? Me? See, this is Chad being such a child. He's upset, but he doesn't know what he's upset about right, because yeah. all he wanted yeah. was attention. He's, he was crazy yep. for attention. Like, I'm going to do this crazy shit and go online at 4 a.m. And my black guy, and I need this attention. Then he gets attention. He's like, why are you guys not talking about me? Yeah. What do you want? To, he's, what like do you want? A, he's like a drunk chick, like yeah. a feminist chick with like who wears short dresses, like gets, gets upset when people pay attention to her, but like does everything to bring attention right. to them. Eyes up here. Yeah, right. <laughs> why do you keep grabbing my ass and taking out Stop of my pants? Stop talking about my tits. Stop talking about my tits. Kevin and Bob are like mom and dad, and these are the two <laughs> yes. teenage boys fighting in the back of the car. Yep. Love it. Oh, my God. It's in, it's insane because this whole thing where Chad's like, all you do is talk about me, and Ray's like, that's not true. I don't just talk about you. Yes, you do. That's what people told me. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah, and know. I don't fact check. I just take it. <laughs> just yeah. a, I, he doesn't watch a 100%. second of it. He has no idea what's going on. 
All right. And then, wow. of course, uh, Cardiff gets brought up. There's a lot of talk of the potato <laughs> <laughs> in this episode. He's really uh, put himself into the Chadverse in a big way. Move on. You're you're better than the potato. You're grown. He's really not. He's saying the potato's doing. Bob just said the potato's doing better than him. Better than everybody. No, he's not. Potato. Potato is. Look at his numbers. Look at the potato's numbers and tell me he's not doing well. What numbers? I don't know. I don't watch him. He doesn't watch anything. But he's angry because they're talking about. Because people keep telling. Patrick's day. All right. Of course, they have to interrupt that. This is my point where, where then Kevin interrupts this conversation reading a super chat, which is annoying. But <laughs> so, yeah, actually, Cardiff does have better numbers than Chad, by the way. I just want to point that out. More people are watching wow. his videos. More people are subscribed to his channel. Chad's like, oh, I, don't, I don't know that. Well, we all do. It's very easy to look what are, up. What are numbers? <laughs> what does that even mean? Numbers. Well, it means more people numbers are watching. Cut. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's interesting that he doesn't get upset that none of them are taking his side like he plays it off whatever for the show but if it's set online to him yeah he has a complete meltdown and he needs like a, a blood vendetta against <laughs> all of these people because you didn't believe what i said or you're making fun of me or, or whatever you're commenting on him yeah but bob never isn't shitting on chat but never takes his side on anything and always points out what it is seemed to be factual yes and chat doesn't react but everyone else does it, and he loses his shit. Because this is all he has. Like, unfortunately, these are, you know, his only friends. This people is he called talks to. selective outrage is what this yeah. is, Eric. Yes. And it couldn't be more blatant because if you, if, if, if me or Aaron bring up Chad like one time, like a little off comment, he will go on his emergency live stream or MLC <laughs> and shout about it for 40 minutes. Meanwhile, Kevin has gotten in so many shots at Chad within 10 minutes. There's right. 50 shots that are hilarious. And Chad just sits there and goes, yeah, but I love you, Kevin. Okay. Emergency podcast. Kevin called me a liar eight times. <laughs> All right. So now they're talking about the St. Patrick's Day. They want to have someone who's Irish on the show. And who better than Adam Hughes? Hughesy. And this is just hilarious because this is a, a drunk Chad just uh, doing what drunk Chads do. Thank Why you don't you get know. Dummy Hughesy on if he's Irish? Get oh, him yeah. on. Irish. Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Irish. <laughs> <It's> Irish. <laughs> All right. So well. then they ask Ray if he really does talk about Chad for four hours a day. What's your, what's your take on your obsession with Chad? Yeah. Oh, I had uh, I had Bro, Cardiff uh, on, and Cardiff is like uh, got a private investigator that uh, on the on the case, and he knows everything, the ins and outs of what happened, and he's gonna interview the puncher tonight. So. It's a Chad loser Gate. with Let's a filter. That. On you look like fools when you talk to this guy. <laughs> like he's a loser with a filter who's a coward. What? He has wow. a loser. Oh, he's and, not really a potato? Yeah, I know. No <laughs> there's, there's a couple of funny things going on here. First off, <laughs> Chad did Cardiff's show. Yeah. Remember? Uh, yeah, yeah. Cardiff was the one person who made Chad look normal yeah. and likable. Yeah. <laughs> For a second. Yeah. And now Chad's going, I can't believe you guys are talking to Cardiff. Yeah, yeah the potato platformed him. <laughs> God damn. And then he shows up to the live events. He's wearing a Spider-Man mask. And you guys are pretending like he's like a real guy. Get the fuck out of here. You guys should be embarrassed, Bob. <laughs> right? We should be embarrassed. Yeah. Or all of a sudden, he's going to explain what real means. Yeah. I want to point out on the poster behind him, the Zumok sit down thing. Brutal honesty is the tagline of his show. He's uh, the one keeping it real. Remember that was like his big thing. Everyone else is a Kumia cock so who's cucking yeah. it up. 
Meanwhile, Chad's the only one who's lying about everything all the time. Yep. Brutal honesty. Yeah. I don't think you know what brutal means. Oh. You should be called the opposite of. Hey, not Well, didn't you do an interview with the potato or the yeah. corn guy? Yeah, because I tried to be cool with this guy, but I, go, I realized he was a creep. So I'm like, all right, you we're did good. the corn. You Coming did the from corn. You. Coming from yeah. you, you call a guy a creep. That's really bad. And I cut it off. I cut it off. I like, we're done with this full, this fake bullshit. The guy You're a real changes, person. The guy who changes black eye story every I day. I know Kevin Brennan. <laughs> I know because that's his real name, Kevin Brennan, and that's his face. Don't so wear I'll it do out. <laughs> it's so embarrassing at this point for yeah. Chad. He's making a fool of himself. Every second he's online, he's making a fool of himself. He does. I don't think he realizes that. He's not a bright guy. It's part of the problem. Whoever pays the bills. I'm I'm keeping you guys. Are you guys? Can you hang for a little while longer? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, good. Because we have a few more things to get to. This is Ray snapping at Chad again. I love this back and forth between Ray and Chad. We're just covering all this. The potato went to Rochester, so he doesn't like that. Chad is part of fucking podcast drama. So, yeah. And by the way, Chad, all it does is help you out, you fucking ungrateful son of a bitch. And if you listen to the shit, I don't talk shit about you. I don't listen to it. I I don't listen to it. I get reports. Report. Oh, reports. Reports. Everybody. Zen producer. Everybody sends me uh, shit. Exotic. I don't want to shit. Ray, I don't want to give you one view. That's why I, I will not. Shuli. Don't do that, Tammy. Gets mad. I got to yeah. read his super chat. He's in timeout. All right. Have a good sense again, Chad. Get out of here. <laughs> That's an old ONA bit. It is. Yeah. Hang it up on him. Mid sentence. It's good. It works. It does. Funny. It's a timeless classic. Um, I didn't really know much about Ray DeVito until all this was going on. I knew right. he was a comic, but I never had seen him or heard any of his stuff. Um, what is the problem? Were they friends and they're not friends anymore between Ray and Chad? Let me do my Chad impression. We were never friends. Um, they, <laughs> they were friends. Are. Yeah, they're, they're both from Cleveland. They got they started doing stand up comedy together. Okay, so they've known each other forever. Yeah, right. for over 20 years, according to uh, Chad and Ray. But uh, Chad says they were never friends for whatever reason he's saying that. I never listened to your stuff. Yeah. By the way, this is another parallel with Stuttering John. I always like to point out these parallels is this idea that he gets all of his information secondhand. Yeah, his team. His team is, yeah, Zen producer. You don't even know this person. He's just internet people, Chad. Yeah, he's, he's so a- hung up on people who are fake and who, like, he's right. never met. That was producer he's Chris, never, you idiot. Have you ever with these people? Has he ever heard their voice? It's like. Right. They're just, they're just beloved chatters is all they are. The beloved chatter. Yep. All right. So now Bob's going to try to make sense of this. And then Ray goes off again. So basically, Ray does his show like who are these podcasts? They talk about Ray the whole show. No, 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 I mean, no, no, no. About, Ray just uh, like Chad. he he has no topics, nothing. Like Iran, we don't listen. I thought you don't listen. If you would have listened, people uh, just said I had like, a lot of fucking topics to talk about. They sent you me. fucking five it's minutes. Me. Of it. It's me. That's, That's all you right. talk about. Me, 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 me. Talk about something else. You would never get hired by Compound Media. Iraq doesn't like Compound. your topics. And now name five topics. Fucking, yeah. Name that five topics so that you talk <laughs> about chat about. He just thinks everybody wants to get hired by Compound Media. It's all projection because yes. that's all he ever wanted. Correct. Good point. Yeah. So Chad doesn't know what he's talking about at all. He's wildly ill-informed. I did Ray's show. And Ray was like, he wanted to talk about what was going on in the NBA. He wanted to talk about the Chris Rock special. He had topics. We talked about topics. He doesn't do a show like Misery Loves Company just reacting to the chat. And so 
when Chad makes fun of people for things that he's wrong about, it's not a good angle. Like he, he tried to goof on the isotopes. We've been a band for over 20 years and lo and behold, we aren't the biggest rock stars on the planet. Therefore we failed and it's over. Hmm. But the thing is, is that we play instrumental rock music. We weren't trying to be the biggest rock stars on the planet, obviously. Hmm. And the fact that we've been a band for over 20 years, the only thing Chad's done for over 20 years is drink. <laughs> and lie. <Yep. laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know who he thinks he's making fun of, but it's a, it's a similar thing with Stuttering John used to do, too, is they have all the wrong angles because they don't do any of the research. They don't know what's going on. And so he's going after Ray DeVito, who has, like, all these shows that he's doing now. He's like, all you do is talk about me. It's like, well, these people are sending you those clips so that you'll react in this exact manner. So you'll and make again, yourself a look truly idiot. a successful person is not going to punch down on Ray DeVito. <laughs> like somebody who, you know what I mean? It's like, okay. What are you trying was, to say, Chrissy? You're getting some shots on Ray DeVito right now? No, no, no. It's just like, why would you? Like, you can yeah. see where these people are at. Like, why do you need to bag on him? Yeah. So in this next clip, they're talking about how when Ray came on WATP, he complimented Chad and said, you know, Chad was actually a really big deal in Cleveland. The Alan Cox show was a big deal and everyone knew who he was. And so Ray's trying to explain to Chad, like, dude, I've been, st I've been sticking up for you everywhere I go. Ray, duh. <laughs> Ray's telling of Chad in Cleveland was great. Thank you. Yeah, I complimented you. Said you were a big deal in fucking Cleveland, you idiot. Wait, I don't listen. So what'd you say? A big what deal in Cleveland. That's a compliment. Say in front That's of my compliment. face. I said you were a big deal on the Alan Cox show. You were fucking uh, on top of the world. You were a fucking. I'm on top of the world right now, Ray. I'm making more money than I ever have. <laughs> you, you seem very happy. You Dude, MLC is way bigger than Alan Cox show. I watch Alan Cox show's YouTube numbers. It's at like 237. Right now, we're almost at 1,000. So this show is bigger than terrestrial radio. No, it's not. It's not. It's this is not the thing. Eric, I, I'm glad that you're here because I wanted to point this out to dummy Chad. He goes, I saw a video of their show that only had 200 views on YouTube. Our show has 1,000 right now. Therefore, our show's bigger. YouTube isn't the main medium for the Alan Cox show. And also, no, I have to say, while a 1,000 live viewers is impressive, and definitely they've been growing this show, that's not a ton of reach because the way their model is they do the show live and then they immediately take it down. So those 1,000 views or 1,500 views, it's yeah, all they're going to get. There's no chance of anybody, um, you know, the algorithm picking it up and people right. accidentally finding it in the sidebars or or suggesting because you looked at this, hey, you want to check out this episode? Um, I don't understand that model, but it's you know, money. it seems to be. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like how Anthony's behind a paywall. He would have hundreds of thousands of views if he did a show on YouTube. That's a little YouTube. different, though. That's because the content he wants to do won't fly well, on true. a lot of those yeah, things. So that's different. <laughs> yeah, that's probably yeah, true. That is also true. Um yeah, but so they take their stuff down right away. So people, if they hear word of mouth online, it's like, oh, I need to check it out. Oh, it's not there. You have to right. pay for the, Honestly, the thing. Iraq, I'm not even making this up. Chad is heard by more people on WATP than he's heard on MLC. <laughs> I'm not even making that up. It's, uh, I, I don't doubt that. And yeah. uh, you seem to be a guy on the internet, so it has to be factual. So I'll take your <laughs> word for it. So it must right. be true. Fun fact. <laughs> but even, right. with, uh, even with terrestrial radio, as much as that industry is in the shit right now, yeah. um, people still will have the radio on. And, and, and that Alan Cox guy has been in that market forever. So yes. there's people that will just listen to him out of routine for all these years, whether they like the show or not. His audience online, I mean, uh, on the air 
and streaming online is still bigger than anything that they're putting on YouTube Yes, because they're an older show. Their demographic is not really for the YouTube stuff. If it was a younger show, they'd be focusing more on all of that well, stuff. Uh, Eric, I can't believe Chad, who always talks about how he's a radio guy and he understands radio, I can't believe he doesn't understand that way more people listen to the Alan Cox show than the thousand people who are watching him on YouTube. He should know that. A thousand people is he not a big does. enough audience to be like, we're the biggest show in the world yeah. right now. It's like, no, not even close. He probably does, but it's all you know carnival barking it's probably. all wrestling so. oh, you mean chad probably knows yeah no yeah. I, wow he's also drunk and stupid all right so this is where it gets really embarrassing for chad he pulls one of my favorite moves that he does first right chad, are you getting more hits that you're on the uh chad zuma gravy train uh, i'm doing, I'm doing fine right now yeah yeah truth. no he's uh yeah he's a hot topic man talk about so you- tom cassie the whole time and see how many views you get Kevin, he's not, he's not a train wreck like you. I need someone to be a train wreck. A train Whoa. wreck doesn't make money like I do. Darn, oh Kevin, get money. your camera. And, Kevin, get your camera and take a picture of this. I, I just did. Chad is great sober, awful when he's drunk. I agree. He's a bad Shut drunk. the fuck up. He's the East Palestine, <laughs> Ohio podcasting. Everyone's <laughs> talking about it. That's pretty good. Get your liquor out of the fucking right, so broken Chad refrigerator. Oh, he grabbed two fifty-dollar bills. He's showing off. Holy Hi. shit! That's like one of those rappers that, that makes it rain. Chad is two fifty-dollar bills. He's he like, look, I drizzle. got. I'm I'm loaded with cash. I got a hundred dollars. <laughs> Make it sprinkle, uh, Chad. It's so it's so embarrassing. I thought he was gonna grab orange juice to prove that he wasn't drunk. <laughs> yeah, oh, like no. job. I like how he's dropping it and then quickly going over to the yeah. table and dropping again, like he has yeah. a stack, like yeah, it's all coming a, down at the same 50. too. Yeah. Imagine trying to prove that you're not poor by grabbing a hundred dollars in cash and showing that, that to keeps the camera. That keeps the real debt. Oh, he, it's so important to him for yes. that I've noticed in some of these yes. clips where it's so important so that he justifies him. this. And I don't know why, like it, that doesn't come into play with the rest of the story of everything going on, but he brings that in. I'm making more money. Like that seems to be some sort of validation for him that I'm making more money. You I'm doing all this now at this exact moment. Maybe you are, you're making a lot of money off the super chat stuff, but overall, who knows, who Eric, knows where this is going to This has land. been my experience in life. And I know everything there is to know. <laughs> Anyone who brags about money does not have a lot of money. I have friends who are millionaires and they do not talk about money. People who no. have money don't talk about money. That's, that's how you know a they new have money. money kind of mentality or well, that's a, a no that's money a, a, mentality. Uh, there's a certain type like, of rich. There's a word I can't use. It's a certain type of rich. That Chad is, is it the hard R? Is that, <laughs> is that what it is? He's retard rich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Chrissy. Go ahead. No, it's icky to talk about money. And like, it's just, it, it's, not, it's not coming up organically, but he like forces the issue. Well, also, there's a lot of people making a lot of money right now. So, Chad finally has like a thousand people watch one of his videos and he's acting like he's a multimillionaire. He's ready to retire. Yeah. It's like, Chad, I, <laughs> I, I'm also on YouTube. I know how much money you're making. It's not that great. You're not buying a house in my neighborhood, like you said. Hmm. I can guarantee you that. So wow. now they bring up the Jussie Smollett comparison and Chad takes this very personally. I don't know why. I mean, he, he should have known this would have come up when he came up with that story. It was pretty obvious. Chat, see if you can do a podcast with Josie Smollett. That, I'd watch that more than before I'd watch a potato with the puncher. Yeah. <laughs> they would just identify with each other like, me too. I totally identify with you. Pretty funny, right? <laughs> Juicy Smollett would be like, why don't you try that thing, the noose around your neck? That worked for me. I literally I got punched in the eye, period. Yeah, okay. 
I'm not buying that at all. I don't think he was ever punched in the eye. That's the thing. When you lie about everything constantly, even if even if something happens that's true, no one will believe you. But I honestly, I, I would bet a lot of money that he was never punched in the eye only because he said it so many times that it's a fact and he's not lying. And it's, that's his tell. Mm-hmm. When he says, no, this is true. This is the one thing that's true. It's like, well, that's also not true then. I, yeah. I actually really like the. There's two theories out there that I really like. I like the bicycle accident theory. Mm-hmm. Because that would get the grease if his chain fell off. But I also like the theory of stealing catalytic converters. And those maybe, are both Anthony's, yeah. Yeah, and, and maybe he did well, actually, the catalytic converter was a caller that called into Anthony's show. Oh, you're right. And you're said, right. you know yeah. what? There's actually been a lot of catalytic converters being robbed in the, this area of Tampa. This has been like a news thing. And the idea that he has some type of power tool, he's trying to cut metal, and a scrap of metal would get in his eye because he's an idiot and he's not wearing goggles. And that's why it swelled up, swelled up like that. Mm-hmm. I could see that for sure. That makes a lot of sense. A lot more sense than him picking up food at the bar and mouthing out to someone. And someone recognizing him. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that was the dumbest. <laughs> In that whole exchange, you know, Kevin, you know, is very low key energy attacking him, but it's pretty brutal what Kevin yes. is saying. Chad just kind of. St- sidesteps that and then shits on Ray. Like <laughs> yeah, Ray's the easy that? target, but he will never. Well, if you want to hit up in that case, it's like he'll never go after Kevin. And he'll never go after Bob. Right. Right. It's where his bread is buttered. Like, All right. This is an example of how mean of a drunk Chad is. Like drinking's not good for him. It doesn't mix well with his chemistry. You know what the no, difference between I, me is? I don't kiss up the super chatters. Like there's the guy Vinny Cash. I shit all over him because he's a piece of shit. He's a great like, guy. He gives me a hundred dollars. So get <laughs> fuck that dude. Fuck. I hung out with that guy. You used to said he was he was the greatest guy you ever yeah, met. Yeah, I turned out he's a fucking he's a. I turnbull. hung out with the guy in fucking Nevada. He he's came, a con. Out to my show. He was a great guy. He had a fucking limo. We're just living it up. I want to point out that Kevin's not liking this because this is how Kevin makes his money, especially people who, mm. who donate a lot of money, $100 at a time, and Chad's calling them cunts and stuff. And Kevin's going like, wow. what are you doing, man? You're blowing up my spot. Yeah, because he, he buys his friends. He's a loser. He didn't buy me. So, what, who cares? Bought he bought you, Bob. He bought me a ride to the gig. You're a dork. I already <laughs> had a limo coming to get me, and I said, he bought don't you. bring it because he's got a limo. So he didn't have to get a limo. Vinny, don't ever. Hey, listen, Vinny, if you're watching, don't give me a fucking hundred. I don't give a shit. Fuck you. And Silk City, fuck you. Suck my dick. Uh, we don't talk like this on the show. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? This is kids are home from school now. No wonder Ex- why you're not on the Ellen Cox show anymore. Ex- oh, no, uh-huh. Ray. Because uh-huh. I'm on, never Ray. offended. I'm never mad. <laughs> why would you tell the people who are donating money to the show to go suck your dick? Those aren't your enemies, Chad. Why are you so upset with that? And then the same... And then, like, two seconds later, brag about how much money he has because everyone's talking about him. Right. His idea of reverse psychology is just flat-out psychology and projection. It's like, yes. I'm going to say this, and they're going to go for it. Yeah. It's like, no, you just admitted to something, and you're not hiding. Like, it's right there. You, you just said everything that everyone says to you, you're saying to that other person. Yes. He's, he's just a mean drunk, though. You can see this. It's not a guy yeah. that you want to hang out with. When he says he gets in bar fights, I'm like, yeah, well, that story checks out. Yeah. For sure. All right. So this is kind of fun because he's got that poster behind him of his uh, stupid face. And so they say to him, like, hey, maybe you should draw a black eye on the poster so that it matches you. (laughs) Hey, we'll give you $20 if you can put a black eye on the picture behind you. (laughs) I'll do it right now. Do it. (laughs) Because why not? 
Brazen is, bread, four ninety nine. That therapist is is a silly Melfi. Chad has borderline personality disorder. Can't be treated therapeutically or pharmaceutically. He just fucked up his poster. No, but yeah. that's more like what he looks like. Look at the frustration wow. in that. <laughs> Mario Bosco beat Chad up. Case closed. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> Mario Bosco's a little person. So. What's really funny about this? Oh, I should also give a shout out to Bob Levy for wearing his Comedy at the Carlson shirt. Well done, Bob. And shout out to John Marlowe, who's been sending me all these videos that are behind the paywall and everything. Thank you very much for all the work that you do, sir, and sending me timestamps help me with this. It's really appreciated. So, Chid blackened the wrong eye. That's how stupid he yeah, is. Yeah, I was wondering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Now, Chid leaves the show, and Ray DeVito has a very funny joke about this poster. Did you think when Chad wakes up, he's going to look at his poster, see it has a black hand? like, shit, he punched my poster, too. Yeah, he's going to think he broke into his house and <laughs> poster. <laughs> this guy never quits. <laughs> he's got me a cocksucker everywhere. <laughs> They're relentless. It's hysterical. <laughs> so you don't need Chad on the show. You just goof no. on Chad. It's fine. You just need his poster. That would be funny if Chad Poster was the new guy, the new third mic on this show. It'd be funnier. Like yes. a big cardboard cutout that just kind yeah. of floats there. Oh, it should be a filter. There should be a Chad filter so we can all be Chad. That'd be fun. <laughs> all right. Listen to this back and forth between Chad and Ray here. And you guys are talking about projecting. I always like it when people who are pathological liars assume that everyone else is lying too. He's a ratings uh, maker. He is. What he did to Ray's show, Ray never had those numbers, ever. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did with Carl from WATP. Ray, let me you, ask you something. You didn't have that numbers. I see the numbers all the time. You didn't have uh, over 2,000. Ray goes to the, uh, Bob goes to the accounting office for the Shuley Network. And Ray, like, let me ask you this. Do you think, honestly, and don't lie, don't you fucking lie right now. You're telling someone not to lie. Nice lie. Yeah. Do you think Steel he Toast... will tolerate lying. I'll tolerate a lot, but he won't tolerate lying. Do you, do you think Steel Toe's funny? Ignoring Go him. and don't lie. Be honest. Do you think he's funny? What an asshole! Wow, this is what this is what unsuccessful people do. They go, well, I can't, I can't compete with numbers. I can't compete with income. I can't compete with Facts. engagement. Facts. Oh, yep. so all he has is saying that's not that person's not funny, which is a completely subjective. Well, I don't, I don't one person who thinks that Chad is funny. Right. He's yeah. he never tries to be funny. Not even on stage at his comedy show was he trying to be funny. But it's the one thing you can't be like, look, here are the numbers. Here's the right. proof. Here's literally the the exact reason why everyone's kicking your ass. Right. Except for being funny. So this is the uh the last clip I have from this MLC episode talking about putting Chad down. I would love to just do whatever the fuck I want, get drunk all anytime I wanted to. And fucking uh, and steal credit cards. I would love to live that life. Yeah, but Chad is like a dog that'll eat fucking papers. He'll shit in the house. But what are you gonna do? Put him down? Like we can't put him down. You it's know? illegal to put a person down. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like what do you that know? Would do a, that would do high numbers if we put Chad down. <laughs> Adam, call this episode "Put Chad Down." <laughs> that is the name of the episode. By the way, <laughs> put Chad down. Very funny.
I've never seen anything like this where uh, someone bullies people into bullying him back. Yes. It's amazing. And then gets upset about it when he gets upset. bullied back. Yeah. I think he's trying to like mimic like uh not to be like a psychologist, but he's a very damn like his inner child is so damaged yes. and uh I think the only way he knows how to get attention is negatively and the way he's used to getting attention is negatively so that's it's almost like all he knows how to do is is uh like act up right and then Mm -hmm. someone either reprimanding you or responding negatively is your attention so that's like how he feels seen or that's how he was and then he justifies it out loud so that voice in his head that's going yeah but your numbers are up and people are paying attention and you're doing really well he says that out loud over and over again because he's trying to convince himself Mm This is great, right? This is all going great. <laughs> Chad, this is your inner yeah. voice. No, it's not. He says winning a lot. <laughs> yes, he does. He talks about winning. Spins this into winning, being caught like wide multiple cheating. times. Yeah. yeah. And not like a fun lie. It'd be one thing if it was a fun lie, but he's accusing Anthony of hiring goons, and he's accusing Aaron of hiring goons. Like, Hired goons. Felonies. <laughs> he's easier to understand when you just you translate everything into the complete opposite, and that is what he actually means. When you say he's winning, he knows he's losing. Yeah. Uh, when he says Kumia cucks, he means like, oh, they're they're doing great, and I'm jealous. All I want to do is be close to them and be friends with them, and etc. So, real quick, I just have a couple of things I want to play from this emergency broadcast that he did on Wednesday, um, and I guess he did one again today because I put up a series of three videos this morning, a, a three part trilogy about Chad's second lie to cover up the first lie that's even more ridiculous than the first lie, completely unbelievable. And so Chad is is bragging about how well he's doing. This video that I'm going to show you has like 2,700 views. It went up four days ago. My videos that I put up this morning already have over 10,000 views. So uh, props to Chad for trying to benefit off this, like Suttering John could never do. But still, people who are talking about Chad get way more attention than Chad himself, <laughs> which means you're losing at this. It's pretty obvious. But all right, let's, let's see this uh, humble brag here from Chadwick. And that's another thing. You're always calling me homeless man. I've I've never not had a home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is he going to sprinkle the little houses from Monopoly? <laughs> That's a weird humble brag right there. I've never <laughs> even been homeless. Well, okay. <laughs> Props to you, I guess. Here's my race car. Here's my I've thimble. Always... <laughs> yeah, right. I've been living here for three years. Three? In Tampa, in a three-bedroom or a two-bedroom place. <laughs> <laughs> we had three bedrooms, but I had to sell one of them for money. <laughs> <laughs> one of the bedrooms has a sink in it and a dishwasher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three bedrooms. If I slept in the bathtub, does that count as a bedroom? <laughs> Can I buy a home right now? Yeah, easily. I could buy a home next to yours. I have money in the bank, and I could get a loan. I could go buy a home anytime I want it. I don't want to. I don't want to be a home owner. I don't like home maintenance. I don't want to do any of it. I don't know how to do anything. I, I had to get my neighbor to hang a fucking right. mirror for me, and she's a lady. Wow. I never wanted to learn anything. I don't care about <laughs> anything. Yeah. I don't want like to. Like making a I could buy a home in Rochester right next to Carl right now if I wanted to, but I choose Ooh. not to. I owned a condo on Lake Erie when I lived in Cleveland, and I sold it. Oh my god! And I hated owning it. Okay, he really is stuttering, John. John thought he was going to live in my neighborhood because he was going to sue me out of my house. Chad thinks he can buy a house in my neighborhood. (laughs) And do you know how I know that he can't afford a house in my neighborhood? Because he said that he could. That's how I got that. (laughs) Yeah. It's opposite day. Can you get a loan if you've been uh, convicted of credit card fraud? Can you get a loan if you have the worst credit history possible? I doubt it. Yeah. Not a mortgage. Probably not. We learned that in 2008. 
Not to give people like Chad mortgages. All right. So well, I wish him the best. That's just the narrative, Carl. (laughs) I wish him the best. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this is uh, the the other thing that Chad's always been doing is he's never there yet, but he will be soon. So if you'll remember back in December, and he was very manic near the end of December. But he was going to be sober in all of 2023. He was going to get into shape. He was going to build his YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. All of these great things were going to happen. Now, some of those things have already fallen off, Mm -hmm. as we've seen. (laughs) But he's going to get there, and he swears it's going to happen. Like I said, I started this January 1st. And am I learning? Is it where I want it to be? No, but it will be. It's going to get really creative because I have a creative mind. I think outside (laughs) the box. I don't just copy what everyone else does like you. And that, come on. So he goes, I don't copy what everyone else does. And then starts playing a clip that he's going to comment on. (laughs) (laughs) Very creative, Chad. No one else has thought of that. Good job. Also, when I picture like a, uh, picture a 10 year old boy anytime, uh, Chad is talking and it yeah. makes it you can understand him better. Yeah. Oh, w- wait until I'm an adult. I'm going to play in the NBA and I'm going to be Superman. Yeah. Like, uh, yes, uh, you are, Bill, Chad. Yes. It's so hard. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be sober and skinny and successful. Are you, Chad? Are you? All right. Well, <laughs> if I were a betting man and I am. <laughs> uh, all right. Last uh, clip. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I like how last week uh, you played that clip that uh, was sent to us of uh, him shitting on Opie and Anthony. And it's like he was trying to curry Opie's favor for yep. so long to get him to be on, you know, on his side or come on the show or whatever. And then, like, apparently there's one or two other clips. I haven't seen them yet, but uh, I was told there's one or two other clips where he's still shitting on both Anthony and Opie. It's like. Just because you're behind the Patreon doesn't mean people aren't going to find out about this. Right. So you can't say, "Yeah, I'm your, you know, we're thank you for supporting me. He believes me. I love Opie, whatever." And then you're shitting on the guy behind your paywall. Yeah, no one's gonna clip that and send it out. I'm sure if if it was sent to, uh, we got the first one, but we didn't get the other ones yet. I'm sure Opie's got him too. I'm sure Opie already knows. Well, and based on his recent clips. Opie's not falling for it. Iraq, there's one thing I know about Opie is that if you talk shit about him, he'll forgive you. And want to have a relate? Oh no, actually, it's just the opposite. As soon as you shut Opie, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> you are done. There's no chance you'll ever talk to that guy. Holy shit! You, one thing that we haven't played on here is Opie's doing this new thing, which is interesting. I think Opie's seen how much fun everyone's having, and he's like, "I want to get in on this." So instead of just ranting in front of a, the sunrise, he's actually sending out the streamyard link and letting people come on his show and talk to him. And Corn yeah. Diff came on his show, yeah. and he had a whole conversation with Corn Diff that was pretty entertaining. Actually, I'm like, this, yeah, he seems to like be, him. Yeah, this might be the new thing that you want to do. Yeah. Well, wait, why? Why is he jealous of everyone else's fun? He's always saying how much fun he's fucking having. He's, this is the he's best the time, time he's ever life. had. Yeah, and he's not doing a show like everybody else. Right. He's doing something completely different. So he's uh, he's in his own world. So he you, should be okay. You're right. Did you hear my comment on this? I want to hear what you think about it. When. Opie, like you can zoom in on any part, any era of Opie's career, and it'll always right. tell you that, yeah, you know, I, I wasn't having fun then, but I am now. That wasn't a fun time, but now I'm having fun. It's like, I, I don't does, believe that you. That is anymore. a go to. <laughs> yeah. That is a go to for him. Uh, when he got the afternoon show mm-hmm. uh, after the uh, Opie and Jim split up, yep. um, a couple weeks into that, I'm having more fun now when he had Carl and Vic and, and Sherrod around. I'm having more fun now than I did in 30 years doing radio. And it's yep. like, 
You know what that is? That's like you're trying to make your ex-boyfriend jealous. That's how women talk when they mm -hmm. know that their ex is still watching them, but they want to make yeah. it seem like, I'm better off now. I don't even think of you. My new boyfriend's so much hotter, and he has a bigger dick. <laughs> that, is and, a, and that is a cope. He was another one that started <laughs> off the year that he was going to do all this different stuff. He was never going to talk about the Opie and Anthony show again, <laughs> yeah, whatever. And now that's all that it is. Yeah, every clip on there is when Jim Norton's the worst person ever and Sam Roberts can eat a dick. And it's yeah. like, all right, Opie, I mean, you might want to move on. He does have the beer show. We haven't talked about episode three yet, but he did do a, an episode three of the beer show. But before he is a bit brave, by the way, I'll, I'll point this out. Oh. I saw a clip recently where he was really going in on, on Norton. Jim has never mentioned Opie once. Like wow. when he's been on with Anthony or if people have asked him about it, he just said, no, we don't talk. I don't like, he just says that and then moves on, never acknowledges wow. it. Jim has never said anything. And this most recent clip that he put out, it's almost like he's daring Jim to do something. He's trying, yeah. And Jim is smart. He's not going to fall for it. But if that ever gets to a point where Jim goes, fuck it, I'm done. You saw Jim f freak out when a piece of furniture fell on his foot during the studio. When they were rebuilding the studio, he lost his shit. He went after callers. He went after celebrities and not giving a fuck about all this stuff. He went as much as he talks about how much he loves uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He was shitting all over the lady that was in the studio trying to control the interview to her face while he was there. If you push him enough, he's going to uh, obliterate exactly. Opie, yeah. and it's not going to happen. But it, this new fake bravery like i'm gonna i dare you to come and say stuff to me isn't gonna pay off in the long run if if he keeps at it with this it would be great if jim did say something if he finally reached the breaking but wasn't point wasn't that how shuli was and he finally was like yes. fuck it i'm yep. gonna talk about stuttering john yeah shuli would yeah. not talk about stuttering john on my show and then finally john said enough things he's like okay motherfucker gloves are off <laughs> gloves and, are off and now and how did that work out how did that work yeah. out now john is off the internet and tweeting lies about where he's moving to so muttering jay another scoop you know john tweeting that he's moving to new mexico in a, a five-bedroom house which doesn't make any sense <laughs> he's making more money than all of us Carl. yeah he's alone he's a lonely <laughs> guy but he needs a five-bedroom house in new mexico uh, an obvious lie and of course it was because what we discovered there's a uh, very reliable source john has put in a conditional offer on a home in florida on the gulf coast hmm. so john is retiring to florida everybody Wow. Yeah, yeah that's sure the big move. No, I, I believe sure that. I think he is. I think he's moving to Florida. He's definitely, you know, getting the hell out of Canoga Park. Did you see he put out a tweet? And this is, I call it his uh, John Candy from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles moment where Steve Martin just had enough and lays into him. And then John Candy does the sob story. Like, yeah. look, I'm a, I'm a decent guy. I, my, <laughs> my family loved that. Yep. So he put out this tweet uh, the other day. It says, the war on me, this is from Stuttering John, by the way. Uh, the war on me is so profound and ridiculous. I get it. You don't like me. Move on with your life. If I am your primary focus, if I live that much in your brain, it says a lot more about you than it does about <laughs> me. And this was in the midst of posts where he's, just bragging about all these articles and, and press clippings that he has about him being famous and then yeah. bragging about the house move and then bragging about like that his show is coming. Like, but there's this one sad sack moment that just showed up in the middle of all of this. Eric, I read that. I think tweet. that's the truth. I read that tweet. I put mm. my head down. I started kicking stones. I was like, Oh gee, <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> oh man. He really, he really got me with that one. Darn it. Yeah. All right. Last clip I want to play from this emergency broadcast of Kumia's Cucks 
Because the one thing that I've talked about for months now is when is Chad going to try to be funny? He keeps saying <laughs> that like people come and, and recognize that I'm great and, and I, I get all these fans because you guys talk about me and then they come over to my show and they love it. So finally, there's a moment in here where Chad tries to be funny. And I'm not even going to judge. I'll let everybody else do the judging. <laughs> so th- what he's doing here is he's spoofing this thing that Aaron Imholt does when he's um, trying to raise funds at the end of each episode. And so Chad's going to have some fun with that. Ooh, let's go, everybody. You guys want to have some fun? Do you want to jump on the fun train? I think it's time. Trained. I think it's time for the fucking fun yep. train. Yeah. Woo. Fun train. Yeah. Aaron Imholt is a douchebag. He sucks. He begs for money. He begs for money. He begs. He says he's a good guy. He's proved time and time again. He's a piece of shit. He is a beggar. Calls himself an e-beggar. I call him swear words. <laughs> yeah. Hype train. Get him. This is so bad. All you had to do is take Aaron's name out of it, and it's all projection again. It's all <laughs> yeah, him. I know. Yep. Oh, my God. I, I, it's funny because we're laughing, so Chad's going to see this and be like, see? They yeah. think it's funny. It's going to like embarrassed for you, dude. My face You're is turning red. Ma, they're laughing. How, <laughs> how is it go, getting the best of another guy, another show, when you just start adapting their element? Like, if you're goofing yeah. on it one time, like, that's the joke and you made your point. But when you're including all of this stuff, it's like whatever they're doing is now going to be part of my show. It's like, oh my God, what is happening? It's the no. opposite of original. He doesn't copy people, no. no he's got a creative mind. Oh, yeah, he's no. got a creative mind. Everyone else is copying everybody else. Remember oh, that. Oh, okay. I, I, I misunderstood. This then. is some this is serious. Part of the narrative, Iraq. This is some serious <laughs> manic energy. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm not a psychologist, yeah. but if I was watching, if I was. A lot of frustration, a lot yeah. of pent up anger. Yeah. Not everybody. He's crazy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Jared Fogle has a better hairline, and he's better to kids than you are your own. Yeah. What? Hydrate. You know what Jared Fogle's like? He just said that uh, Aaron Imhold is worse than a pedophile, a serial pedophile. Wow. Pretty good joke. Yeah, that'll hold up. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna work well. Maybe the jokes are yeah. coming in twenty twenty four. That's right. This is the year of sobriety and working out. Twenty twenty four is when it gets funny. <laughs> this song sounds like something I sang in middle school about my school bully. She's such a jerk, and she has no friends. <laughs> and no one likes her. She's ugly too. She's fat. She sucks. She smells. <laughs> that's actually pretty good. Hydrate is what it's all about. This is when you looked your best. Covering up those big foreheads. Woo! Yeah. Hype train. Butt shark. Woo! Hype train. Yeah. I want more likes, everybody. Yeah. We're 3,000 away from the goal. All right, this goes out. This by is the way. so Jeez. sad. It goes no out for four minutes. No wonder Chad like doesn't try because when he tries, this it's is the result. <laughs> Correct. Yes. That's still online. Oh, I'm, I'm playing this off of YouTube. Uh, he usually takes everything down that he does, but this one he's proud of. For some <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe he's just so forgot. creative. Yeah. Maybe just forgot to take this one down. <sighs> Holy oh my God. shit. All right, guys. I feel bad for him. What? 
We've done a lot today. I, I, we have to catch an alien, and I just want to give you guys a chance. If, if anyone has to leave, I don't want to force anyone to be here. We're, I'm taking up so much of your precious time, and I appreciate you guys being so generous with it. Nah, I'll rough it out. Yeah! yeah. E-Rock's in. Chrissy? Woohoo! <laughs> Chrissy's in? Oh, yeah. All right. I feel I'm bad down. for that. That poor kid's still not able to play video games because of this. That game's on pause still. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. It's, it's This is the longer the video games cannot be played, the better. Whoa! It's shredding Cardiff Electric. Oh, hello. How There's are no you? acoustic today. <laughs> Cardiff! Oh, it's a potato! Oh. <laughs> now, tr- Carl, before you shit on me for my show last night, yeah. I just want to say... The music special. No, I, I was going to say this to you, <laughs> Cardiff. Low blow. I was going to give yes. you props. Because, oh, please continue. Because honestly, I was watching that chat. And everyone just going, this sucks. What are you doing? And you didn't. You just went with it. You didn't oh, bail. Yeah. <laughs> you went with it. You brought on El Harible and to, yes. to fess up to the horrible improv you guys tried to pull off. <laughs> you owned it. And I got to give yes. you well, props for that. Well, I was fooled. I did believe I was actually talking to the puncher. Uh, B-Dabbler, El okay. Blaze tricked me. All yes. right. I don't, not I think the narrative. <laughs> yeah. The best part of that special last night was where he's just sitting there and goes, this is bigger. It's bigger than all of us. <laughs> like, this was <laughs> such a huge ordeal. <laughs> the intro was, was a banger, though. Thank you, Eric. It was. Thank you for, uh, yeah, um, uh, Cardiff made a cameo on Would You Kindly this week. Oh, it's wow. on every fucking this fall on nbc it's <laughs> insane yes. you really do make the rounds but anyway i wanted to yell at you though because i oh. gave the largest super chat i've ever given to anyone i gave him five dollars mm-hmm. last night mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. and all i said was boy this is my fault guys i tried to take the the blame take the onus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i said this is my fault i make podcasting look too easy <laughs> and did cardiff read that on the show he did not <laughs> Wow. You'll be, be, is... be $3.30 after First of all, I was cuts. too busy to read all the super chats, but this is like Stuttering John reading his Twitter right now. Oh. <laughs> my, hold on. My hand's blowing up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> now, this is like Stuttering John. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy shit, Cardiff. What's going on over there, buddy? You all right? That was his background falling down. <laughs> I need YouTubes. <laughs> Wait, what just happened? I don't know. My amp was just like shorting out. Uh, pretty funny. Thank you. All right. Let's check out uh, To Catch an Alien. We all, Everyone knows how to play this game. It's everyone's favorite game. It's way better than that game they were playing. That's the other thing about we were ripping on the, the first show we were doing, Pitch This. The fake ads we do on the creep off, the game show at the end we do on WATP, right? Making fun of these people for all this shit that we do. We just do it better, I guess, is my point. Right? All right. I'll just keep telling myself fun fact. that. Yes. Fun <laughs> facts. Fun fact. <laughs> it's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch an alien. Are you ready to play? To catch? An alien? Eric? I don't know if you, you know Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar, yes, yeah. I know him. Yeah. You know, the guy, I mean, to, to not change your story for 50 years, I mean, that's pretty good. Assuming 
Uh, he's the one who he was at Area 40. They said he was never there. He left one of Barbara Waters. Uh, they had one uh, material he said was there, and now it's on the chart. And then he, he went on Joe Rogan, a couple other things, uh, things like that. Now, I always look at it like this. A, a guy who can keep the same story that long is pretty good. And if he was working on an extraterrestrial craft, whatever it may be, Maybe it's just me looking at it from a guy who's looking through a MacBook. But I look and I say, 15 years ago, we didn't have an iPhone. We didn't have anything. How do you make an advancement that fast? You know, from 1940 to, to 1990, nothing really crazy changed. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> you, know, you have a cell phone that can go anywhere. You have a MacBook. You have all this, MacBook. that. And it just makes me wonder if there is something there and they're starting to reverse engineer it and use it. Some with the AI, some with the rockets. <laughs> what did wow. Tommy say next? Probably something smart. Here are your choices. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Number one, like ChatGPT, where did that come from? Nobody knows. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> B, am I... Just in wishful thinking land. Next. Steve Jobs. Some say he was killed to hide the truth. I don't know. Four. It's just too much. It's infathomable. Oh, that's good. Lastly, I just can't believe stories that some scientists say. Like they hit their head and came up with this stuff <laughs> to catch <laughs> an alien. God, real plausible. Yeah, Jesus that's Christ. really tough. That last one was a Back to the Future reference. Yeah, really I was going to say the Doc Brown answer. <laughs> really yeah. I hit my head, Marty. <laughs> I do also like how we said 15 years ago that we did not have an iPhone. I, right. I didn't, yeah, we did. 15 years <laughs> ago, we had an iPhone. He just didn't have one. Yeah, right. Um, all right, I, I like to go first, and this is because I've been getting them wrong a lot lately, so I'm going against mm -hmm. my gut because my gut's telling me it's the Steve Jobs one. I'm going to go with A, what am I in wishful thinking land? Is uh, that, was that A? That was two. That was two? Yeah. Wait, two. what was A then? Um, Chap GPT, right? Oh, that was Chap really GPT. funny too. <laughs> I'm going with wishful thinking land. Okay. What say you, Iraq? Uh, I am going to... Do number three that Steve Jobs was killed because he seems to be the yeah. guy that will believe any kind of conspiracy theory. Agreed, Chrissy. Yeah, I'm with Iraq. Okay. I was between three or four. You know what? Well, maybe I'll pick four to be different. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that also helps us beat Cardiff. So thank you for that. Okay. Well, good. that works out because I'm going with one. Oh, Chet uh, TPT. Okay, so the only one that we didn't pick is the Back to the Future. The Doc Brown <laughs> answer. <laughs> Suckers. Cardiff was so happy. That'd be amazing. That's what it was. And it just makes me wonder if there is something there and they're starting to reverse engineer it and use it. Some with the AI, some with the rockets, or am I just in wishful thinking like oh. Yes! Oh. yes! Oh, the worst person won. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah! Damn. <laughs> that seemed more far-fetched uh, far than the Doc Brown answer. I know, that's yeah. my picture. <laughs> Wishful thinking land. Is that where Chad lives? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's <He's>... Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> He's in negative thoughtsville. That's where Chad yeah. is.
for the honesty. Thank you for the honesty. I'll tell you why. Because... Um... <laughs> That's all for this week. Come back next week to find out if... Or next game, I guess. Come back next time <laughs> to find out if you <laughs> We're find have dudes. the AI hey, buddy. to catch <laughs> an alien. I don't sound like Terrence and Phillip. Celebrated Surfing, Mondays at 8 p.m. on YouTube. <laughs> Subscribe today. It's cute. Sydney <laughs> 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 Boots. I love him. He's great. <laughs> that side view, he looks like Lou Diamond Phillips playing yeah, Polly D. Totally. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's really fun. Wow, what have we done today? I think that we've done it all. We, we talked about pitch this with Adam and Justin, and it's unfortunate they're actually adults doing that. They had some fun uh, facts. Yeah, mm-hmm. fun facts were included. We had uh, some cringes of the week. We listened to some accents that were really good. We had, uh, I thought you were hitting a drop. I was like, wow, that was <laughs> seriously. That was uh, Tony Muskrat coming in with Chad Guy. Fantastic. Patty Seacups has some hot takes on Chad Zumach. Tony Chad- does great parodies, by the way. His Stuttering yeah. John stuff over the, the last year and a half has been fantastic. Oh, they're hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what the rhyme was before, but he goes, wake up, grab the Tito's off the nightstand. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Um, so, Patty Seacups versus Chatty Zcups. <laughs> That's an ongoing thing. Uh, MLC continues to goof on Chad, especially when he shows up drunk. Uh, Kumia Cux had an emergency broadcast where I was able to catch an alien. So you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. And instead of doing a teaser, I'm just going to give you a little programming note. So I am on vacation this week, heading down to Florida. Maybe I'll see John there closing on his house. Um, so... What I'm going to do is uh, we're, we're doing the creep-off without me. Brian Johnson's filling in for me with Vinny for the creep-off oh, nice. Monday at 1 on the creep-off YouTube channel. That'll be awesome. And then on uh, Tuesday, I'm going to go on the Drew and Mike show like I normally do. I think on Wednesday, this is my vacation. I think on Wednesday, I'm going to do who are these socials instead of Thursday because I'm flying on Thursday. So we're going to try to work that in. I'll get something out. As our midweek episode, it might be the Drew and Mike show appearance. It might be that with a combination of old bonus stuff. I don't know. We'll put something together. What a teaser. And get it out. Yes. And then um, after that, we're back to normal. (laughs) Trucker Andy here on Saturday for another uh, WATP. And we'll figure out what we're talking about. Does that mean I get a vacation too, or do I have to keep producing? You can get a vacation this week, Cardiff. Oh, thank you. You're you're very welcome, (laughs) buddy. You're a hardworking spud. You deserve it. Uh, Chrissy Mayer, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. This You're was awesome. fun as always. Um, you guys can see me. I'm going to be in Bridgeport. I'm not sure when this is coming out. I'll be in Bridgeport, Connecticut, at the Stress Factory next Thursday, New York City for two shows um, next Saturday, the 25th. Gino Bisconti is hosting, and uh, Andrew Harms and Keanu Thompson are doing spots. And we have an eight and ten o'clock show at the in New York City at the Grizzly Pier Midtown. And then uh, I'll be in Staten Island April seventh, Jersey April eighth, Vegas April twenty seventh, uh, Dallas May fifth and sixth. And uh, for tickets, go to ChrissyMayor.com. Awesome. 
And of course, you can also check out Chrissy's YouTube channel. You should definitely subscribe to that. <laughs> yes, Rumble, Rockfin, um, of course, Compound Media Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern for the wet spot. And uh, Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern is Simpcast on uh, Rumble, Rockfin, YouTube, all those places. Very good. I've been on uh, Simpcast, and I think that might be the last sighting of uh, Victor Review Girl. I think that Chrissy Ooh, ruined oh, her. For, what, really? She got too big for her bridges after that, and then uh, she disappeared. No, actually, it's interesting. Uh, I was messaging with Vic the other day. She's planning on coming to Philly, so we're doing the live show April twenty second. Uh, she might show up for that, so maybe we'll get her on again before that. We'll see. But uh, thank you so much, Chrissy Mayer. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Carl. Talking to you. Thank you for for being on. And Iraq. Hi, Eric Nagel. Um, always a pleasure talking to you, my friend. <clears throat> Thank you for having me back on. Uh, great choice with having Brian Johnson f uh, fill in, considering he's obsessed with your show and all these different uh, universes that you dabble in. Um, I'll get text out of no, like he won't respond to me. I'm like, what time are we recording? Do you have any prep for this week? I'll he'll ghost me. I'll hear nothing. But then he'll say, you got to hear this clip that Carl's playing about whatever else is going on. I was like, <laughs> can we focus on something that we're working on? But that's not the case. Um, so yeah, I great. love Brian. That's awesome. <laughs> I do too. I love him, but he loves this world, loves everything that's going on. So you have a good choice. Um, if you want to see the show, Brian and I actually do. It's called Would You Kindly? It's available on Com compoundmedia.com subscribe there um you can watch online on the app and then i have my other show it's eric nagel on iHeartRadio. you can find that on the app and uh, the videos on youtube awesome well thank you for coming on i do want to point out that hannah was told me she was going to be on today to read her negative reviews i just got a text from her that she's still working and it's unfortunate because we have a new review girl that's going to be joining the show and it's actually brian johnson's wife mary beth and uh I told Brian, I'm like, well, we don't have to do it this week. We got Hannah. We'll do it another time. I, I guess Mary Beth's a little under the weather anyway. And uh, mm. lo and behold, fucking Hannah lets us down. But uh, anyway, Brian. Never and fear. Cardiff is here. Cardiff is here. <laughs> yes. So we'll Why don't you fine. ever let Cardiff uh, fill in if you're going on vacation? Let him host it. <laughs> oh, God. Good, yeah. It's a good point, Eric. <laughs> 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 you just like we rehearsed it. <laughs> yeah, him and Chris can figure it out. <laughs> All right. Maybe we'll do that. See, you wanted the week Chris, off. Chris, you work I... for me now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you imagine? Yes. <laughs> it's not the worst boss I've had. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you guys. Uh, much appreciated. We'll... Um, We'll do a little outro thing, and then we'll, we'll uh, read some reviews and play some voicemails, and we'll be done with it. But uh, Chrissy and Eric, thank you so much for your time. Great to talk to you both. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. And I will nice see to you. meet you. I will see you guys soon. Are you even, who haven't you met before? Chrissy? Chrissy Mayer, yes. Oh. Never met Chrissy Mayer. How is what? that possible? You guys are we both in Rochester. Yeah. Oh, that's right. DabbleCon. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I think we were hanging out together in this, in this very studio. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, I well, hugged you, you dick. Chris, you got to make apologize. a better impression on people. I, I hug a lot of people, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Clearly. It's very cuddly spud. Wow. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, every pony. Parting in the mush pits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. <sighs> mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Internet news.
From Facebook, Kyle Grubes posts, I took a joke writing course from Tom Myers, so here it goes. Bandcamp has reportedly taken down Republican Tim Pool's music profile page. Apparently, they actually listened to it, promptly threw up, removed his music, burned it to a CD, shredded it, and then left the remains for one of Trump's Russian prostitutes to pee on. Oh. <laughs> Benjamin F. Cohen. I used to think Chad Zumach was this comic that Carl alone didn't like. The segments were dull and petty. After this week, it turns out Carl knew from the very beginning that mocking Zumach was the wave of the future. Ion Force. Carl really has an eye for talent, or lack thereof. Travis Wilson. You have to really hand it to him. The man knows his lol cows. Chad was the most unhinged all along and none of us could see it. Pablo Meza. Watching MLC when Chad is on and when he has to read all the super chats shitting on him. It's great. From Discord. Pretty helpful is exactly that with the best time to punch Chad is right now. Nobody would believe him. Enoch F. Just waiting for him to use the n-word narrative. Not Uncle Sammy Pooh tags with narrative chasers. Kinky Loco asks, Carl, did you spit on the Misfits drummer when he punched you? Go Go Gadget mm. Wang One also has a good question. Who the hell recognizes Chad in public as a comedian? <laughs> and from YouTube, Terrible Palsy notes, this is what Chad gets for peeking through a glory hole. Bubba Olive reminisces, there was also that time Wiley Coyote tried to hit him with an anvil and yelled out, don't mess with Acme. Gary H. Wow, like Stutcho. Just when you think they've hit rock bottom. Murder Capital riffs. Chad asked for a good punchline and someone delivered it to him. Andy Greenwood coins the term Chad and Freuda. Detroit Dabbler confesses If somehow Ray was responsible, I would be so happy. Camaro69 opines. I would have to give Chad the biggest douche award in the make fun of losers realm. Opie and John were tied in my book, but Chad just walks off with it. A true piece of shit that you can laugh at, but he also makes you angry. A true talent. Dave Sarah shares, I am the owner operator of Chad Anonymous and will now be turning it into Chadalytic Converter. World's Worst Boy points out, he is constantly saying that he makes more money than everyone, yet he needs to steal a blender. I make 40k a year, which isn't a lot, and I can afford a blender without breaking the bank. And Evansgate plays us out with, I'm starting to think this Chad character isn't a good person. Those are funny. Those are always fun, aren't they? Yeah. We handpick only the best comments on the internet and put those together for you every week. Chrissy's still hanging out with us. This is exciting. I'm still here. Hey, all right. Uh, Cardiff, do you have new reviews that you want to read? Uh, we have one. Okay. We have one Great. from Megalomaniac1973 titled. Uh, Wait, should I not be here? Of course you can be here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm you want this review, Christy, so it's appropriate. Okay, good. Uh, amusing to listen to them talk about Red Bar Radio. Mike is a freak, but he's a major talent, an exceptional producer that has hugely inspired me. You either get it or you don't. You guys don't inspire me much. Your production is okay, and it's fun enough. But I'm not likely to listen again. <laughs> oh, jeez. I didn't realize I was competing with Red Bar for that one wow. listener. That's unfortunate. Is that a one-star yeah. review, Cardiff? A, a two-star, oh, for some yeah, reason. I was going to say you weren't <laughs> smiling ear to ear for a while. Yes, no, not as, not as satisfying a two-star for some reason. <laughs> All right, so they saw there, you know, it was a valid thing that we were doing. All right, I'll, yes. I'll take it. All right, let's check out uh, our voicemails that are coming in. Hey, 
Carl, you club-footed motherfucker. Listen, I get that you fucking hate on Red Hot Chili Peppers. Listen, okay, yeah, Anthony Kiedis, not the greatest singer, but on the other side, like, legit, great fucking song. Like, goddamn, how could you deny that fucking song? I understand you listen to fucking Ween, and you have your little fucking cover band who does fucking your own little songs. I get it. I understand, but how do you deny that song? Anyways... I, I want to know what your uh, you and Chris's take on the Strokes are. All right, go fuck yourself, Carl. Well, this is a question I get all the time, but I'll address it again. Um, I'm not hugely into the Strokes, but I will say when that song last night came out in like 2001, I felt mm-hmm. like rock and roll was revived because we were going through a really tough period yeah. with Corn mm-hmm. and Limp Biscuit and all this fucking new metal shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there was this band I'm like, oh, this is a, this is actual rock music again. Yay! I was so excited about that. Yeah, that's pretty much my take. Yeah. That came along with like um, the White Stripes and yep. stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my God. Thank goodness. Rock and roll. Yeah. Because honestly, when you think about decades, it's very easy to define 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. You get to 2000s and maybe it's because of my age. I don't know what defines the 2000s or the, the 2010s. I don't even know. The aughts, yeah, just yeah. like emo ish. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. that's true. There was some. There was a All lot of emo. Like uh, what? I don't know. No, Blink 182. I don't know. Maybe like the band Lit or Snow Patrol. It's like eh. I think Lit was 90s, right? Card, if you know all the music stuff. Yes. 90s. Okay. 90s, wow. And fun fact, I did have to double check. Carl, yeah. you are correct. The Strokes last night was released in 2001. Congratulations. Ah, wow. thank you. Hey. Yeah, I actually nice. have to pee. Hold on. Be right back. Okay. Yes, never forget. Mm-hmm. Um, where were you? <laughs> where were you when The Strokes last <laughs> night came out? Probably in my car. So that was the most impactful thing that happened to you in 2001? Correct. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. It's the only thing I cared Nothing about. Nothing else. <laughs> okay. Well, the Bills had a bad year, so yeah. that's the only thing I cared and about. And it was a slow news year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the Bills went 3-13 and 13 that year, so that was the only thing that really mattered. Um, all right. So as I mentioned, I put out... Last week we did... Uh, <laughs> this week, too. A little bit too much Chad stuff. And um, we went for over 90 minutes. Mm-hmm on Chad last week and I was concerned that it was too much but we there was a lot to get to obviously you know I thought I'd be pissed you know just listening to just Chad for a fucking hour but holy shit this is like fucking pure gold uh fuck man I mean didn't even need to do the fucking karaoke shit man like fuck that you know just make that its own little separate little RSS or whatever fuck man dude yeah, yeah, I, I'm at a loss for words. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. I, I appreciate that because I was nervous about it being too much Chad, but I think that that actually went over really well. So you're saying you need it. your own Chad Zumok YouTube channel. Who yes. are these Zumoks? Maybe I will. W-A-T-Z. Yeah. Coming at you. W-A-T-Z in the morning. <laughs> hey, Gary in San Diego. We got an update <laughs> from our buddy Gary. Hey, Carl. Gary in San Diego. You might have heard this already, but Lieutenant George posted that John is moving on Friday to Albuquerque into a five-bedroom house. Yeah, I saw that. Now, when I check his Zillow account on the condo, that just says pending. It doesn't say it's sold yet. Mm. So I don't know what's going on. I wonder how John got the money to... Move into a five-bedroom house in Albuquerque. He's lying. There's a lot more room than he currently has. Yeah. Somebody suggested maybe it's a sober living house. Ooh. 
Who knows? That's fun. But it's very strange. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to keep looking on John's Twitter to see if he posts any more updated information. But okay. it would sure be interesting news to find out that he's moved to Albuquerque. Maybe he's going to pull a Walter White and uh, do a Breaking Bad situation pull a Pinkman. right out of Albuquerque. <laughs> Stay posted. I mean, stay mm. tuned. I'll keep you posted. Okay. Thanks, Gary. I think he's going to try to Pinkman it up <laughs> in New Mexico, if I had to guess. All right. Gary called back again with a correction. Ooh. Yeah. He usually is a straight shooter, but sometimes he gets the facts a little messed up. He drinks a little. Hey, Carl, Gary. You accuse a lot of people of drinking a little, I've noticed. Cardiff. Yes. Hey, Carl, Gary again in San Diego. Uh, my wife, Judy, just corrected me. Judy. John's post never said Albuquerque. It says he's moving mm -hmm. to New Mexico. Correct. I just assumed Albuquerque. So uh, I'll have to keep viewing his Twitter to see what's going on. But, uh, yeah, he's moving to New Mexico. What are you drinking over there, Cardiff? <laughs> You're making a big production out of it. What do you Thank got you. there? Oh, just rum and coke. Last week, he said he's going to Florida. So it's crazy what's uh, emanating from John's Twitter account. And uh, hopefully, if he sold his house, he paid off Susanna. I hope he paid her that 30000 he owed her and that mm. child support. And it's going to be a little bit hard for him to commute to see his kids yeah. if he's in New Mexico. Mm. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's also weird that he's been bragging about having a full-time job at the uh, school district there, teaching film. He says he's teaching TV and film uh, amongst other... At high school. Yeah, in high school, amongst other mm -hmm. subjects. And he says he's going to get credentialed to teach college courses come the fall. No, yeah. he's going to college in the fall. <laughs> yeah, no, that might be true. No, that's what he, what he said. Oh, in one for of, real? One of his Not that I've seen it because I am still blocked. Yeah, I'm blocked. But too. yes, he is going back to school. Oh. He's going to go to college in the fall to get his credentials to become a full-time teacher. Oh, I totally misread that then if that's Breaking the case. News. Okay. Fun fact. Back to school too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think the stuttering John and Chad have something in common. They both yeah. are pathological liars. <laughs> now, do you remember the hit uh, early 2000s TV show, Tommy Lee goes to college? No. Yes, Tommy Lee so from Motley Crue? Yes, perhaps we have a similar reality show in the works. <laughs> Stuttering John goes to college. Holy shit, that'd be Coming amazing. soon. Could you imagine if he's actually in a math class just yelling, boom! Yeah. <laughs> uh, pipe down over there. Just yeah. take your test. Boom! <laughs> you don't have to yell boom when solving the equation, John. <laughs> it's his method. Did we tell Chrissy Mayer we could hear her peeing on the stream? <gasps> no, really? Yeah, I also heard the, the vibrator going, too, but I wasn't going to say anything. That's oh, man. Multitasking. I had it charging over here. <laughs> All right. This is a, uh, a song. We've had some music on the show today. Let's keep it going. Hey, Carl. It's Noah from Minnesota. The voice hey. song kind of gave me inspiration, so I made this song on my own. Well, Carl's on the bitch. She's the big fat bitch. She's the biggest bitch in the whole web, bro. She's a stupid bitch. Girl, what's the bitch? She's the bitch to all the boys and girls. On Monday, she's a bitch. Tuesday, she's a bitch. On Wednesday, Saturday, she's a bitch. Then on the Sunday, just to be different, she's a super king coming, huh, bitch? 
Fuck you, Carl. Is this one of Chad's songs? I know I fucked that one up, but fuck you. <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you for your call. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Chad would come up with something that creative. <laughs> Dad Cartman. Yes. <laughs> All right. This is, oh, this is about Chad, actually. Dude, did you make Chad Zumok in a fucking lab or something as a failed <laughs> clone and he got away and you're trying to hide the secret or something? Because, like, dude, this man, it's so easy not to breathe right into the fucking mic, you fucking fat pig. God, Jesus Christ, Chad. Holy shit. Every single clip I've ever heard of this motherfucker, Thick Carl, as I like to call him, uh, just breathes. He just breathes, dude. Half his dialogue is breathing. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, Chad. Just move your mouth away from the fucking mic. It's not that hard. Watch. See, now I'm over here. Isn't that crazy, Chad? You fucking retard. Can you hear me? Hmm. He really is like Darth Vader. He really is just a I villain. I need no breath. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I didn't know they had Star Wars. Up I think in also if he had a nicer microphone, like you can't hear me breathing from this far away. Right. That's the other thing should. too. Chad has been talking about investing in equipment since December, and I can still see him with the same shitty microphone that he's holding in his hand. Yeah. Like a moron. He's invested in the back end of the yeah. business. Yes. He's <laughs> paying people to hit him. <laughs> That's where all his money's going. Promotions. Do you remember Plaintiff Eclectic Cardiff? Yes. Hello, this is Plaintiff Eclectic out of Flagstaff, Arizona. Permit me to take the time to mock. Zumach. You know, for a guy who likes to uh, fight with other shows and calls himself a mud shark, has that mixed all up, he sure does get beat up a lot. Anyway. Uh, uh, okay, boy. <laughs> <laughs> completely lose control of this show. Um, oh, yes. this is, uh, let's see. Brandon was on the show this past week. Brandon from Shitty Song of the Week. I just did his show last night. We talked about the shittiest Celtic rock band, or mm -hmm. shittiest Celtic rock song, I should say. And I found a band called the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Three bagpipes in this fucking band. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and they covered Hey Jude. That's not the song I picked. That's too easy. <laughs> anyway. Yo, I'm not going to lie. I dig Angry Brandon. Yes. Usually it's kind of awkward because he, it kind of feels like he's half-hearted. But, bro, he is going off on Chad. And I think... He's, he's spot on with every single observation. He's, I love Brandon. He's the best. All right. Thanks for your call, Brandon. I mean, uh, <laughs> random guy who likes Brandon. <laughs> yeah, Chad brings out a lot of anger in a lot of people. It's amazing how that happens. Guys, we have a celebrity calling into the show. Carter, fix your fucking eye. <laughs> there we go. We have a <laughs> celebrity, fix call your eye. celebrity calling into the show. Fix your damn eye. Hi, just wanted to call to say you're a cunt. Hey. Call me back. Uh -huh. 
Oh shit! The you're a cunt thing is coming back again. Uh, it's, yes. been, it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, I should restart that again. <laughs> yeah, well, here's that. Uh, here's... Oh, oh, hi, Carl. <laughs> oh, that was you. I thought that was a Minnesota number that was calling into the show. Oh no! <laughs> here's, here's the last one as well. Hey, Carl. Oh man, I was just walking in Minnesota around 11:30 a.m. And two guys came out of nowhere and beat the shit out of me. And, and they told me this is Cardiff country. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. It hurts really bad. Yeah. All right. Call me back. Or call the police. Whatever. Fuck you. Cardiff, are you hiring goons to beat people up who listen to this show? Unbelievable. I'm not above it. No. <laughs> I'll do whatever I need to do. I believe that. That's for sure. I tried to destroy DabbleCon. That didn't work. It was funny. I don't. Th- I don't know if I played this clip. I don't think I did. But there was a time when uh, Bob. Le- Do we hear this today? Bob Lee was talking about how Chad was trying to ruin his weekend when he was in when he was doing DabbleCon. I, well, I, I remember it happening. Oh but yeah, no, he, he didn't play the clip. Him. Yeah, yeah. Chad kept texting Bob, telling Bob to die and kill himself and all this crazy lighthearted shit. fair. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, whoa, what the fuck's going on? This, this is a an event about stuttering John. Chad, it has nothing to do with you. Calm down over there. But buddy. could it be about me? <laughs> I know. You, that's the thing. <laughs> this like is, goes back me. to the childish behavior where I think Chad wants us to de- dedicate a whole weekend to goofing at him, yeah. but they would be upset if we did. Right. <laughs> you know. Do you think? Do you think in Chad's phone he's used that so often when he hits K in a text message it automatically populates "kill yourself"? Kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's probably true. <laughs> hey Siri, uh, who would you like to tell to kill themselves today, Chad? Here's the list. All right, guys, we got to get the fuck out of here again. Thank yes. you, Chrissy. Um, I don't know. I know you guys talked briefly about you being in Philly potentially on April 22nd when we're there for the uh, Dick Show WTP crossover. Oh, I can't. Okay. No worries. I have to do Yeah, have I have to on. do like yeah, I have an appointment. No worries. You're you're a busy gal. Wedding I, stuff. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah. We got Oh, congratulations. Oh, shucks. Thanks. Curtis, you didn't get your invited. invite? You didn't get your no, invite, Curtis? I'll call Frank. <laughs> All right. Yeah, get to the bottom of this. Please. Are you going to remain that... Chrissy Mayer? Are you going to change your name to Chrissy? God, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever fits better with the narrative. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Let's wait for the narrative to play out. And then we can figure it out. <laughs> Very smart. Okay, bye. That was a great episode. That was really great. Okay, folks. Guess what? The episode's over. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. (laughs) Jesus, I gotta go. This is getting stupid. Bye, guys. Funniest part yeah. of the show. I put all this work into this fucking show. Yeah. And then the funniest part is always the end. Yeah. With Cardiff doing that. God damn it. At least you know. <laughs> yes, I do. I know who the real star is here, Cardiff. Oh, you want to hear a fun fact? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm trying to get out of I've, here, but yeah. I've done this entire show <laughs> in producer Chris's pants. <laughs> Whoa! That is a fun Whoa. fact. Hmm? How'd you get his pants? Well, long story. They, they came via Tennessee. Do you understand that? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay.
Mario. It's, it's for a bonus enough. episode. Okay. <laughs> Very. I good. like inside jokes. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> So insane. So you work for Carl, eh?